here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Hi, I'm Kenny Omega, and you are listening to the New Japan PuroCast. You fools! <laughs> Alright everyone, welcome to this week's edition of the New Japan PuroCast, your weekly audio source for all things in the world of New Japan Pro Wrestling. My name is Colin Miller, being joined alongside Mr. Damon McDonald. It is Sunday, August 14th, and we have got a jam-packed show for you here today because we are going to be talking about the past three amazing nights of wrestling that we just witnessed. The finals of the G1 Climax 26, and boy, what finals they were, Damon. It, you know, we talked about this months ago, and we knew August was going to be a crazy month for pro wrestling. And we knew that when it came to these three sumo hall shows, that we could anticipate greatness, and we could anticipate just you know awesome nights of professional wrestling. And I'm telling you what, I don't know about you, Colin, and I'm sure we're gonna dive head first into the pool. This was absolutely outstanding, consecutive. How do you say three consecutive? Three consecutive, right? <laughs> three consecutive nights of some of the best pro wrestling that you'll see anywhere. I I was absolutely thrilled to be a fan of not only this promotion but of pro wrestling in general. How amazing were these three nights? <laughs> I, I'm sh- I'm shaking now, thinking and reliving, and we're gonna do a lot of that. We have a ton of new listeners, Colin. Uh, once again, you know, Kevin Kelly helping us out. Uh, it d- absolutely doesn't have to do what he does, but he does, and we we wholeheartedly appreciate it. So welcome all the new listeners. But for the people who've been along for the ride, you know, people people were t- have been texting me, and people have been uh, uh, contacting me. Because they're just excited because they know that I'm a bundle of fu- – I almost said the F word, Colin. I'm, you caught I'm yourself, though. Down. That's good. I caught myself. I, I, just a bundle of energy and a bundle of just – I have so much that I want to talk about and so much. And, and you know what? You know what the good news is? Maybe for some it's not good news. For me, it's good news. It's all good news. You know what I mean? Like, I left these shows, Colin, 
feeling so good about the state of the nation. Felt so good. Yeah, you know, I've talked about it before on this podcast, but I'm going to mention it again here today. And I've been saying that the current state of professional wrestling that we're in right now, it's not necessarily a boom period financially speaking. However, artistically, from an in-ring match quality standpoint, we are in the midst of an artistic renaissance. And the two guys that are at the head of the pack that are leading this renaissance, the the Michelangelo, the Michelangelo and uh, Leonardo da Vinci, or Leonardo DiCaprio, <laughs> of professional wrestling, they've got to be Hiroshi Tanahashi and Kazushika Okada. That match that they had at Ryogoku Sumo Hall on Friday, August 12th, that was, I think I said on Twitter, that was high art, in my opinion. I mean, just the timing was impeccable. The callbacks, everything was just amazing. You know me. You know those two are my guys. And you know that I was clamoring for this for months. I couldn't wait to see this again. And lo and behold, Colin, as God is my witness, I don't know how they do it, but every time they step into the ring, it is pure gold. It's gold. The fact that, and again, we're going to dive deeper into the pool. Let's start off with some high arcing, covering the entire festivities kind of thing. But if we're just singling out a match, oh my God. Uh, yeah, pants were down, Colin. Pants were down. Pants were down. Um, and and you know what? You mentioned this renaissance and 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 this this just creative upswing that we're in the midst of. You know what? I th- I really thought you were going to go in another direction, and I thought we were going to start there because I because I, I, I'll start the I'll start here because I agree with you on that point. I'm going to start on the other side of the fence, the fence where. Everyone can point a finger, and we can start it right off here. What are we, five minutes into the podcast? How Damon needed to be reminded about how great Naito and Omega are. And and what happened in two nights needed to be done not only for me, but for a lot of people cut of the same cloth as me. We needed to be reminded that the goofiness and the stalling and the Los Ingobernables and the, the, the aerosol cans to the balls and the shenanigans that we all don't like. We all don't like it. Oh, boy, oh, boy, we didn't get that. What we got were two, uh, of, uh, you know, with Omega, two of quite possibly – the best matches of the year, right? And with Naito, a match that was out fucking standing. And I said an F-bomb, but I'll say more of them because I'm getting riled up. Those matches come with Omega and Naito. They showed all the, the, all the me's, all the Damons. They gave us a nice little stiff kick in the mouth and reminded us how great, great, pro wrestlers they are 
you know, Damon, I'm glad you went there because after I got done watching the finals earlier this morning and we saw Kenny Omega become the first Westerner ever to win the G1 Climax, I thought to myself, you know, in the past six months, we have witnessed the rise, fall, and then rise again of Kenny Omega because we've been talking about how, you know, after he won that uh, intercontinental title from Hiroshi Tanahashi back in February, New Japan, they created a star almost overnight. And Omega was supposed to be the guy to um, fill the void that the phenomenal one, AJ Styles, left. And, you know, for a while, he really kind of fell short of filling that role. You know, we were asking ourselves, man, what happened with Kenny Omega? But boy, I'll tell you what, these past two nights, that match that he had with Naito and the final match that he had with Hiroki Goto, he's back where he was again in February as one of the big four, at least in my opinion, in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Absolutely. Hands down. He reestablished himself. And again, how did he do that? By having two of the most amazing pro wrestling matches with limited shenanigans. When he puts his mind to it, and not even put his mind to it, when he just works a different style, when he just flips, you know, again, he, he flip modes it. He, he, he changes it on a dime. And the fact that he respected the arena and respected the spotlight that he was in, that's, that's saying something. You know, everything I've read about him and every, every time, and I, again, I probably talked to him a total of 10 minutes total. Um, you know, it seems like he, he's, a, he's really a smart cookie and a, and, a, and a guy who appreciates pro wrestling. And, yes, he does the comedy stuff that drives me crazy. It doesn't drive me crazy, but it's just like, ah, you know, I don't, there's a time and a place, and sometimes I think the place – doesn't fit but it's all bullshit because in, in two nights he told and 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 when he does that and he's going to do that again like he's going to do the, the stuff that we cringe on or at least i cringe on he's going to do that again i gotta i gotta i gotta pause and i gotta I, I gotta just remember these two nights of how special of a pro wrestler that guy is and again maybe what makes him so great is that he can again flip mode it he can do that, and and you love, you know, in the G one the 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 Yano match was it? You love that, yeah. Right? I I I kind of really dig a lot of his you know more jokey uh, DDT stuff, but you know he has that ability to flip the switch, and I find it interesting that he even acknowledged that during the tournament. I forget what match it was. But um, he said before the, before the start of the match, from here on in, I'm going to be serious the rest of this tournament. And he delivered on that promise. He, these were amazing matches, Colin. And again, I guarantee you that we're going to talk about these when it comes match of the year time. Um, and legitimately, I, I, I think he has. And, and, and it's, an, it's an amazing thing. He had a very strong G1. I mean, the match with Elgin was fantastic. The Yoshihashi match where he, you know, he loses his opening match. Um, was a very good. He's had really good matches. These this this closing performance has him, in my mind, a solid contender. 
add add the January stuff, the AJ stuff, the the Nakamura stuff, the the, the Tanahashi stuff. Add all that in. You know, there was a middle in there that was a little little laggy. And again, we we acknowledge it. We know that that there was something you know missing. I don't don't know exactly why it was what it was, but it felt like it was. And then here we go. Here he is. I, he's a strong contender for match uh, wrestler of the year. He's a strong Absolutely. contender for wrestler of the year. And that's me saying this. That's me saying this. Um, God bless, man. That was, that was an awesome, awesome, awesome job by him. Um, and then Naito. Look, you know, that was a great match. And here's the thing, too, Colin. And here's kind of like the overall themes that that I I I, I thought thought of right before we came on. Like, so so you know, I'm excited for it. I love it. But what what did I love most about this G1? And I tweeted out one of them. I said, you know, this G1. I don't know how Ghetto did it. Did it? Get Ghetto did it. Um, he's a he is a he's an absolute fucking genius. He's a booking savant. How does he how? How did he have this in his mind? Uh, how how can you have these three nights? And legitimately, aside from, you know, Captain New Japan, you know, and the Bullet Club Hunters, everyone looked strong, whether they won or whether they lost. Everyone, look, everyone came out of these three nights better than they were when they came into these three nights. And That's even amazing to me. Even the Bullet Club hunters, you know, Yoshitatsu and Captain New Japan, they they served their purpose. They did what they were there to do. You know what I mean? Right. But still, they. I mean, of, 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 of any of them, you know, they they that Briscoes match. I mean, that was a, that was I was almost a squash match. <laughs> you know. Well, I, I I think that was the purpose of that match, though, and we'll get into that. But. Yeah. But that, that's one. I mean, I find it amazing how that, that can be. You know, the guys, even the, like I said, the guys that lost still came out looking so strong. Um, the second part, everyone, and when I say everyone, I mean the, the, the pro wrestling fans, and especially of, of New Japan, everyone walked away happy. I, I, I didn't hear hardly any rumblings about, oh, booking and all oh, this and all oh, this guy. And and the match everyone, and I and I can't remember the last time this was was this happened where everyone seemed on board with wow this was a great three nights of pro wrestling, the, the people the me's the the, the the demons we all got what we wanted we got Artana and Okada right we we had a classic match plus we got the the best of Naito and we got the best of Omega and we got the best of everybody else we got the best of Goto we got the best of everybody we got the best of both worlds we got we did and here's the thing too the people who are, you know there's a ton of them there's a ton of Los Ingo Bernables guys and I like to like the finger poke a little bit I like to poke a little bit I like to like tease to poke a little the bit bear. I like to I, I like it um there are a lot of them there there are a lot there are a ton of them there are a ton of them in that building right I didn't I haven't heard one person complain and here's the thing, Naito lost to a guy that Naito fans and Los Ingobernables fans could swallow. They could take a loss to Kenny Omega. In fact, the majority of the people that I've talked to that are Los Ingobernables guys love the fact that he that he lost to Kenny Omega. They have no problem losing to a guy like Kenny. Now, if this were Okada, if this were if this were Tanahashi, 
Oh, oh Christ almighty. Everybody would be up in fucking arms. You would have been hearing it from me. I'm sure I would. But I didn't. And, and, I, and I don't need to hear that. And you don't need to hear it from me. Everybody got what they wanted, which is mind-blowing to me. Uh, and again, the third thing is the future. What's set up by, by you know, the, the G1 as a total and these three nights? I mean, Omega and Okada. Listen, I sat here and I told you, Colin, that oh, uh, Tanahashi Okada Dome, right? It's all I want. And I, and, it's, it's, and here's the thing. I still think there's a possibility we, we, we get we, we're gonna We're going to get another one. We're going to get another Okada Tana. Maybe not at the Dome. It's and not going to okay be at that. the Dome. No. I'm okay with that. I'm, I am okay with that. Because I'll, I'll take, I'll, if I can get that Kenny Omega against Okada, holy shit. And I I'm think he will. Bored. And I think we will, right? So we got that to look forward to. Again, another Tana Okada. I don't think anybody's going to complain if they see another Tana Okada. Right? Am I, am I wrong in that, Colin? No. What did I just say at the uh, beginning of this podcast? They are the two leaders, in my opinion, of the artistic revolution going on in pro wrestling. Right. But I, I mean, think that you speak for a different demographic than me. Right, so I'm I'm using you as that voice. So nobody's going to bitch and moan about seeing Tana and Okada again, are they? No, because they create masterpieces on their canvas. Love it. How about Shibata and Noah? (laughs) Right. Oh my God, Shibata. We're 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 going to get into this deeper as we talk about the whole show, but the headbutt (laughs) that he gave. Uh, Nakajima, that oh. sounded like if you would take a hammer to a coconut. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's the only way I could describe it. And it was nauseating when I saw it the blood so... trickling down his forehead. Yeah, that that was that was some brutal shit. If you don't mind me saying so, I don't mind at all, Colin. Um, some of our listeners might <laughs> look that you got that that to look forward to. Nakajima, Shibata. Goshi's, uh, my head's gonna explode. Goshiyazaki really impressed me, actually. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think they got a nice little, they got a spotlight. And when was the last time any of those guys wrestled in front of a crowd like that? It's been a long time for those Noah guys. And you know what else too? This whole Noah thing. Um, I'll just speak for myself. I haven't watched pro wrestling Noah since the mid two thousands. You know, back in the heyday when it was. Kenta versus Marafuji. After this G1, I kind of want to go and go. check out some modern Noah. I think you, here's the thing. I think that you will enjoy it um, because here's the thing. They, you, I know you're a, a big Suzuki guy. Right? Yeah, I love Suzuki. All right. So okay, you got plenty of that over there. Listen, some shows are better than others. Some shows a little. I, but I, I, I really think Noah would be perfect. Go, go again. Real hero, man. Go, go to the archives. Um, they got every show from that was broadcasted in, in this year. Start from the top, work your way down. It's it, they're they're easy watches. You know, I don't think you're going to be as emo- like like there are people that are just they, they've been invested in Noah for a long time, so they might be a little bit disappointed in the direction that it might currently be going in. And that's neither here nor there, whatever. Um, but I think if you jumped in in like January, I think I think you'd you'd I think you'd be a fan. I think you would really like it. I really do. Yeah, guys like. Nakajima, who, yeah. 
he he really impressed me during this tournament. I, w- I want to see more of him in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Well, I and think I, think, I think that uh, we could be looking at a uh, Michael Elgin-Nakajima uh, match for the IC title. What do you think? I, yeah, I, I have that written down. That's a very good... Yeah, look, the possibilities are endless. And I think what is exciting about that is that when this... I don't want to say merger or or you know the the take the the, the you know, New Japan gaining a little bit of ownership I, whatever the deal is you know everybody kind of had all these ideas and visions and 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 what could happen and who could be brought in and and none of it really happened right I mean people would go there for a show people you know aside from Suzuki Goon you know it wasn't like you had a million people going over there Yano's over there now. It was just seems like it was kind of like I don't have anything to do in New Japan. I'm going to go to Noah for a month or two. But now it seems like this relationship is starting to blossom and bloom, and that that excites me because again, what you saw in that in that multi man tag, the, the, the Noah versus the New Japan guys, and a guy like Shibata, I, I think the, the possibilities are endless there, and it, that's that excites me to no end. Um, and again, Elgin against Naito. I like that a lot. I think that's perfect. I I, I love it. I yeah. think it's, I think it's a great program. I think that's probably the best direction for Naito currently. Actually, I, listen, I do too. Right, I do too. And then how about the tag straps? The possibility of of a of an Ishi Yoshihashi Briscoes. That's that sounds good. That sounds better than the Drek. That we were sitting through for two fucking years with these tag belts, right? And for what it's worth, and again, we'll get into this deeper. This may surprise you, but I kind of enjoyed the uh, tag title match from this morning. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Um, you know, I, I think the Briscoes, um, the Briscoes work really hard, man. Th- those guys really, when they when they go on these New Japan tours, they go all out. And and I never have a complaint with the Briscoes, man. Listen, Takahashi and Hangman Page. I think they did. They uh, it was the the best performance I've seen by them. Right? That was the best I, that they've looked in. God, I mean, you, you're just happy because Takahashi's now the fucking Godfather. <laughs> he made the obvious transition from the Japanese Val Venus to the Japanese Godfather. I mean, when. When they had that far shot and they, the ladies were coming out, I knew one guy was happy, and that was you, sir. Well, uh, I, I, I do miss the seductive sacks. I will yeah, say that. Yeah. But, you know, you, yeah. take, you take your losses. and Yeah. Those, those girls, though, were, oh, my God, they look like zombies. <laughs> they look like they were up all night. <laughs> there was some serious partying going on. Well, he is Mr. All Night. He certainly is, and he had his hat. and I, Literally, he was, he was just... He's you know, a Tokyo pimp. Somebody told him, "You're the Godfather. That's that's that that's your new role." Um, yeah. So uh, you know, I mean, even they looked, even in a loss, they looked stronger than they had in months, right? I, I, again, everybody, I'm excited about the future. I'm excited about where 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 everything goes, and those are just the things that are just, you know, we know that. Those things, you know, possibly will. We know that those things will possibly. We know that those things are on the back burner, right? I didn't even. I didn't even mention Okada Marafuji. Right? That was that's that's a definite. That, that, was, that was that was that was an in the ring promo that occurred, right? 
We know that's going to happen. Yeah, I'm thinking that would be a good uh, destruction main event. It could be. Maybe. Hey, you know what? Maybe they pop it. Maybe it's just a a, a Noah show, a big Noah show. Um, hey, that that okay. would be interesting. It would be. Look, the f- uh, there's so much good shit around the corner. And I think that they would probably um, put that on NJPW World if it was a Noah show. I, I think they I would. I'd be surprised. Well, they put the, the like again the Suzuki Goon shows up on on the network. Yeah. Um. I, maybe. I, I mean, why not? Do it. Let's fucking go. Let's get let's get that relationship going. You know, I, I like that. I like that. And and they, but here's the here's the caveat though, and this is coming from a guy who's doing a New Japan podcast. I don't want these Noah guys being fucking buried. I don't want this. I don't want that. I want it to be separate promotions. I want it to be. Uh, you know, I don't want it to be even Steven, mind you, but I want it to be competitive. I don't, I don't, I don't want it just to be New Japan guys running rough shot, and which, let's be honest here, it kind of has been, but I don't want that. I want it to be a little bit more even Steven. I want. Here's what I really want. You, you want the honest to God truth, Colin? Here's the fuck what I really want. Sure. I want, I want Noah to be competitive. I want Noah to make money. I, I would love Noah, that. I want Noah to turn a profit. I want Noah to sell out Corkin. I want Noah. To get some juice, juice back. I, I speaking of juice. Speaking let me tell you something. Juice. juice Robinson looked strong. He did. Juice, juice Robinson looked really good uh, the, the, these past three nights. There's nobody on this fucking roster that looked bad. Colin, there's nobody on this roster that looked bad. And everybody stepped up. Nobody. No, I mean, listen. You're in a, a, a multi-man, t- like a liger or a tiger mask. I mean, they're not. What are you expected to do? But even the, the short amount of time that they they had in the ring, they, they were fine. They were great. Oh, fuck, this was great. I, I have no complaint. End the show now. I have no complaints. <laughs> so. We are going to talk about the entire card from earlier this morning, August 14th. We are going to talk about all of the G1 matches from uh, the past two nights. But I just wanted to um, kind of give you my overall thoughts on the tournament as a whole. And I was saying last week on the show, and I was saying to you privately in text messages, that I was a bit, I don't want to say let down in um, the first few weeks of the G1, but to me, it didn't seem like we were getting that consistent match quality that we got the past three years. And let's face it, the past three years are a lot to live up to. I mean, 2013, amazing. 2014, probably the greatest pro wrestling tournament of all time. 2015, excellent. Um, But I'll tell you what, these past three nights at Sumo Hall, I'm going to go on record and saying... And, and say that these three nights were better than last year. Would you agree or disagree with me? And, and again, I'm trying to take the, the part of my ass was in the seats, right? So I'm trying to be objective with that, right? I think so, man. I, I think so. I think – and last year I said that Nakamura Tanahashi was the best live match I've ever seen, right? We could go back and listen. There's a podcast where I said those words. And maybe it's the freshness of it, Colin. And maybe it's it's the fact that, you know, and again, I'm trying to take that out of it. I'm trying to take the freshness out of it and take the fact that I was there and kind of just look at it as a whole and be like, okay, what was better? Was it Ishii? Was it Ishii Elgin on those shows? That was pretty great. Yeah, I think so. 
I mean, AJ and Tanahashi was great. AJ oh, and Tanahashi, oh. you know, that, that that is one of my favorite professional wrestling matches in general of yeah. all time. But I just think that these past three nights at Sumo Hall were a- a- actually topped last year. And that is saying a lot because think about it. We got AJ and Tanahashi last year. Nakamura uh, Okada. Nakamura Okada. And that was pretty great. Yeah, that that was pretty great. And a five-star match in Nakamura versus Tanahashi. But yeah. I'll tell you something else. In my opinion, just for what I like personally, I enjoyed Goto versus Omega more than Nakamura versus Tanahashi last year. That, that's just my opinion. That, that match spoke to me more than the Nakamura-Tanahashi match did. Okay. I was more excited during it. I because I didn't know I, I, I think part of it was I didn't I genuinely did not know who was going to win. Whereas last year I felt that the writing was on the wall a little bit, you know, I thought that there was no way that Nakamura was gonna win that match. Mm, I thought I, I actually went into it thinking Nakamura was gonna win it. I really, really did. Yeah. Um I, I it kind it felt like his time, you know. He had the loss to Okada in the in the, in the previous one at the Sabo Dome. I thought this was, you know, kind of his time, and for him to lose again was kind of odd. Um, all right, gun to my head, which one was better? Tanahashi Nakamura was better than Omega Godo, but that's fair. But Godo and Omega was fucking tremendous, guys fucking tremendous uh look again i hate to harp on it but kenny omega fucking the the, the last th- three five you know four three minutes and how the callback spots it, literally it was it was like not many people are going to get this reference and i'm going to throw it out there anyway if you do get it great there's a song called slideshow by travis and, and it's just about, you know, memories in your mind. And, like, literally, it was, like, like snapshots of, of Kenny Omega's career in finishers. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was, like, Kotobushi, Kotobushi, AJ Styles, his own. We're going home. Prince <laughs> Devitt. Yeah, right, right Devitt, Devitt. Right. There, there's, it was, that was amazing to me. Like, that, 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 that almost pulled at my heartstrings. Like that was just so. That was so tremendous. Like I listen. I love a callback. I love a callback. Love it. And that, you know, that 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 was an amazing stretch. I gotta I gotta give Nakamura Tanahashi the edge, but that was a great match. Goto and and and, and Omega. Was this a better one than last year's? Colin, I, I yeah, I think it was top to bottom. The card, the show, everything that that occurred. I think it was. I think it was better than last year. And I didn't I, think, I, it, I think was it was going better. to be either. I did not think it was going to be because I was even saying to you, some of these G1 shows, I mean, they, let, let, let me preface this by saying that there was nothing even remotely bad during this tournament, but some of the shows mm, were... There, there was one stinker row. <laughs> <laughs> there well, was one. Overall, there... overall, there was nothing bad, but some uh-huh. of the shows were a bit of a, you know, a bit of a struggle to sit through you know um but again when you knew you had other options you know what i mean like if you knew like all right i'm gonna sit through this you know okay good g1 show or 
and I'm going to watch this or I'm going to go out or I'm going to do this. That's the thing about the G1. That's that's the struggle of the G1, right? Of of pushing through those those nights where it was like, mm, okay, this wasn't so great, knowing that at the end of the rainbow there's this pot of gold, and we had three nights of pots of gold. So before we talk about this morning's show, again, we're going to go through the whole card. Um, I think that we have to talk about the G1 matches that took place on the first night of the finals, uh, August 12th, Friday. And uh, let's start off with that. And also, I don't think that we mentioned it yet. We did have English commentary from a good pal, Kevin Kelly, uh, Steve Carino, and their special guest, Rocky Romero. Um, what do you think? I thought that they did a great job. Now, at first, I was, um, and I, we, we were talking about this a little bit in, in uh, texts. Um, I don't think that either of us are a big fan of three-man booths. No. Um, I would have preferred if it was just Kevin Kelly and Steve Carino. However, I really felt that Rocky Romero found his groove in the third night and and actually added a lot to the broadcast. Yeah, I... I... It, to me, it sounded like three guys having fun. You know what I mean? And there were times where, where it got serious. You know, I think at the end, um, you know, but, but all all, th- all three f- matches, main event matches, you know, I think they, they put on their serious hats. But, you know, sometimes it got a little, you know, a little jokey, a little, little goofy. And, and But I enjoy that. You know what I mean? Like, especially on matches, you know, in the like the first half of shows. I, I like it actually. I kind of like the Not, little jokey insider. Hey, yeah. listen, I like them. I, I love the fact Kevin Kelly forgot who the fuck the never six man <laughs> champs were. <laughs> I texted you as soon as I watched that. Right, he pulled a pure cast. Yeah, because like literally a couple weeks ago, we we, we spent almost three minutes trying to figure right. out who these right. never six man open weight tag champions were, and finally we figured out that it was Kojima and uh, Seidel and ricochet but but kevin kelly thought that it i guess it was still elgin and tanahashi yeah. well you thought elgin was wearing uh one of the never belts yeah yeah but it was a cmll belt yeah yeah so um there was that and then you know uh even even rock romero laid the boots to the actual never belt you know and he's like uh talking about juniors and um yeah i i wanted to mention that actually i wrote that down it was it was actually during the goto omega match and he was talking about how omega kind of um bridged that gap between the junior heavyweight style of wrestling and the heavyweight style Mm -hmm. and he made the comment of that's what the never title was supposed to be right right i thought that was interesting right and then there were other things you know there were just little little jib jabs right The, the, the whole um you know, the foreigners winning the G1 and, you know, they were, I guess they were alluding to, uh, but they were, well, you know, they could allude to a bunch of people. Uh, you know, Ricky Choshu technically isn't, yeah, I think he was he's born Korean, if I'm not mistaken. Um, you know, he, him in the G1. Um, technically, Masahiro Chono was born in the United States. Right. Um, so there's that. So again, little, little, little things, little, little, you know, little whatever. Did you hear Kevin Kelly yell shit? No, I didn't. <laughs> that was great. Uh, one of the dive spots, I forget which match, but yeah, there was a dive spot where, you know, pretty much landed in, in, in their laps. And right before, it, you know, 
somebody was in mid-flight, and Kevin Kelly goes, shit, <laughs> right, to get out of the way. And then he goes back, and he goes, did I say shit on the air? <laughs> I was like, yes, you did. Uh, but hey, here's the thing. You know, he could, they could get away with that, right? I'm sure they could. He did know, channel don't. his inner JR a lot. He he did do a lot of good God almighties. I noticed that. <laughs> did he? Uh, look, they sounded like they had a great time. And and and, and I think that, trans, that came through. Um, I think they did a good job on the main event. I actually watched both. I watched the Japanese feed and the uh, and the English feed. Um, the Japanese feed was, look, if you're looking for like just pure raw emotion, I think they did a great job. You know, you know I, obviously I don't understand a word that they're saying, but um, yeah, they they were they were jacked up for that. And you know what? Here's the thing too: Kevin Kelly, Steve Carino, um, and and even Rocky Romero did a good job in the sense of man, they when it was time for the energy to go up and for it to feel like a, a like a a big deal they they brought it you know what i mean they uh, that's 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 the thing all right i don't want to spend too long on that but um yeah they yeah, I, th- I think they they did a good job it wasn't their best performance i i wish they would stick to a, a, a two man booth i think three there's a lot going on between the music and when you know when they got to be quiet so that it doesn't bleed over and you know the mix and everything and adding another microphone just adds another layer of juggling keeping all those balls in the air and it's a pretty difficult thing to do so um, while I did enjoy uh, the majority of Rocky Romero, I, I you know, it, it wasn't like it was the greatest of, 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 of third mics. Um, I think he did a good job, but personally, yeah, I, it's too much. It's sometimes it gets a little much, leave it at two mics and we can go from there. Yeah. Overall, I think that Kevin Kelly and Steve Carino, they do the perfect balancing act of uh, maintaining professionalism, but at the same time, you know, combining a comedy with um, the feel of you're listening to two guys who genuinely have a love for professional wrestling. And I think that that came through um, really well That's during the-, the last three main events. Yeah, I agree. I, that that's the one thing that that I think, and even more and above most other guys behind a microphone. Sometimes, you know, it's just you know you, you know, you get some promotions and it's just like, you know, they're doing a fucking stand up routine and it's like okay, all right, everything everything's got to be a punchline. It's like okay, it gets it, you know, all right, whatever. Um, I, but I, yeah, I think that they. The, the thing that I think is the biggest positive is is the passion that they had and the fact that it sounded like they were having a fucking blast. So, all right, let's move on. We got we got a lot of shows to, to fucking talk about here. We do, and we're going to try and get through uh, the first two nights at a pretty brisk pace. So let's talk about the first day block match from Friday, Hiroyoshi Tenzan versus Sonata. And this is probably my biggest gripe with this year's tournament i think that they really blew it on this tenzon storyline because i think that this was like the perfect opportunity to do one of two things one to either have tenzon really rack up a lot of points and you know have him be you know not i don't want to say close to winning the whole thing but you know to make him a legitimate threat they, they they could have done that or there could have been a payoff with kojima you know turning on him and perhaps that is that, that that's a bit too western for new japan but i will say this at the end of this match after tenzon lost to sonata you know he tapped out to the skull end it was a very emotional moment and you know, if you go back and watch that and take a look around at the audience and their eyes, you know, it, it, people were getting choked up. Look, he's 
he's an absolute legend. You know, let's let's address your first point first. Um, yeah, I mean, I I, I can I can I can see where people might have an issue with that. Like, why would you do this? Why would you build this up and really just have it be like a fart in church, right? He won two matches. Yeah. Well, again, but if you look at it, I don't know. The way I see it is if if you kind of look at it a little bit logically, that's all he has in the tank, right? That's all he had in the tank. And um, you know who wrote a really good review of this was uh, Lanza at uh, Voices of Wrestling. He did a really good job. He conveyed a lot of the thoughts that I was feeling at the time um, on you know, paper, but it's not really on paper. It's on a website. Um, you get my point. Um, but yeah, he, it's father time, man. You know, it was just father time caught up with him and it, and it catches up with everyone. And, you know, he could not compete. His, his, his mind wouldn't, you know, his body wouldn't allow what his mind wanted it to do. And even his heart, um, but even with that being said, I think he came across stronger. You know, it, it, it made me interested, you know, after, after a certain point when he was mathematically eliminated. OK, maybe I did tap out a little bit. But the, the interest here was this was his last singles G1 match. Apparently um, they, they they do that. You know, he, he lost. It's it's. Yeah, I and mean, I don't they, think that you could have had him have one final win here because let's face it, it that, meant nothing, th- right? that would not have been good for, say, a Sonata. No, but 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 he could recover from that, I think. But what what did he finish with? Six points. Seiya Sonata finished with eight points, actually. Okay, but and there you go. So there's the win got him the eight. Um, I, honestly, he could have recovered from it. I, I personally would it would have been a real nice feel good for him to get a win there. Absolutely, New Japan just doesn't do that. He, they didn't do that. You know, again, Tenru was a bad example. I mean, but you know, Tenru wasn't going to get a win over Okada. Um, and, and again, that wasn't a New Japan show. But again, it's just that logical booking of you know, again, f- time caught up with him, and and he he couldn't beat Sonata, and and I, I it makes sense Sonata getting the win, it, it just does, yeah. I, you know, I, I tr- but trust me, I understand. I, I I understand where people are coming from, where they feel that the storyline would have been much better if if he could have rattled off a couple more wins, but eh. And what are you gonna? I mean, listen. What are you gonna do? Our next match was Togi Makabe versus Tomohiro Ishii, and at this point, um, both guys were eliminated from the yeah. tournament point-wise. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so this match was basically for bragging rights, and I think that it may have uh, rekindled an old feud. What do you think, Damon? Uh, I, I, listen, I know that you don't want to see it again, right? Just, well, if I told you today, <laughs> if I told you today. King of Pro Wrestling, Makabe, Ishii, one-on-one. Are you going to get jacked up over it? I'll be a lot more jacked up over Okada versus Ishii for the title. Me too. Me too. But, look, those two guys know how to beat the living shit out of each other. They do. And that is entertaining to me. It is. (laughs) It is entertaining. That is is something I will tune into every time. Is 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 every match going to be as as hard hitting and in, in my eyes, you know, Makabe, one of his best performances of the G one. Again, big stage, brighter spotlight. I get it. This this these two guys with nothing on the line, with nothing on the line except let's have a, let's go out there and have a good match. 
they went out there and beat the the the, the, the shit out of each other um, for for literally our enjoyment. Uh, Ishii, I, I, you know, we talked about Ishii being an MVP of this tournament. He's and my MVP. Th- is he? He is. And as really as, yes. Omega. Yes, Ishii really? is my MVP of this tournament, and not only that, I think come December, Ishii is going to be in serious consideration for being one of the five nominees of Wrestler of the Year for our uh, PuroCast awards. Can I give it? I can't. I, how, how can I give him the? Wow, Rocky <laughs> Romero even said it himself. He had a. He did have a strong G one column, man. Oof. That match that he, he had with Okada. That, he's in my top three. That's, I, I, I gotta I gotta give it Omega, man. I gotta give Omega the MVP. Um Wow, that's that that's surprising to me. I I know. I'm a, I can't believe I'm saying it. Three days ago, if somebody would have told me that you would have been saying that Omega <laughs> was the MVP of this year's G one, I would have said to uh borrow uh a Damon McDonald quote, you're out of your fucking mind. <laughs> Trust me. Listen, this this son of a bitch bought a uh, Kenny the Cleaner T-shirt today. <laughs> <laughs> what a mark! Yeah, I'm on the fucking bandwagon, brother. I'm on the bandwagon. Uh, I did. I bought it. I bought the uh, the eight bit one. I told you I liked it from before, though. Yeah, you did. I did you say did. that. So it's not. And again, I don't want it to f- seem like I don't like Kenny Omega. And I I think that again, I like that Kenny Omega. I I, I prefer that Kenny Omega. Um. What were we talking about? Uh, Makabe and Ishii. Uh, Makabe Ishii. Oh, MVP, yeah. Um, no, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm giving it Omega, but Ishii's probably my number two. Yeah, yeah and honestly, Ishii's my number two. These guys, I mean, they always have a great hard hitting match, and this one was no different. Uh, Ishii picking up the win with the uh, vertical brain buster, and both guys exiting the G1 with eight points apiece. So there and you bloody go. mouths. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and bloody mouths and uh, sore craniums. Oh my god, they, they, those headbutts and and the just the chops, man. They just uh, again, I I love the fact that they beat the shit out of each other for for my entertainment. <laughs> love it, love it. I, and and again, uh, am I excited to see? I don't think you'll see a lot of it anymore. I because personally, I think I think we're going Ishi Yoshihashi tag team. I think that's where we're going to go with this. Um, so. Maybe maybe this that maybe that this was a, an excom well you know I say that but they're always brawn and they they could like they, here's the good part let's let's give Ishi Yoshihashi time to breathe right let's let that do its thing because guess what you can always go back to Makabe right you can always go back that's that's always going to be there let's give Ishi Yoshihashi some time to breathe agreed feel good about that. Yeah, Ma- yeah, Makabe will always be there lurking in the shadows with his chain. And cupcakes and sweets. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right, very good. But yeah, good match. Um, good match, very good match. Uh, next match was Bad Luck Fale versus Tama Tonga. Um, now, here's the thing with this match. And correct me if I'm wrong, if Bad Luck Fale won this, then he was the A-block winner. Because correct. he beat Tanahashi, he beat Okada. Um, he would he would have been the A block winner. Now, right. this match started out with Tamatanga basically laying down, and it was kind of a a, a reverse um, callback to last year. If you remember the match that Fale had with Styles, where uh, 
Makabe laid down for Styles and then kicked out uh, before the three. So Tamatanga did that, but then he swerved him and rolled him up for the schoolboy. Um, I'll tell you what, at no point during this match was I convinced that Fale was going to pick up the win. At no point. I got to be honest with you, me neither. At, at no point was I was I thinking Fale's moving on. Um, they could have done that, though. I feel like they they had opportunities to tease that, but they they didn't seem to take advantage of that. Yeah, no, I'm thinking from a pure. There's no fucking way, Fale's winning this block. <laughs> I just couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't imagine it. Um, that that's where kind of maybe I I lost ground in this match and I couldn't connect with it. It's Fale, and I know people like you know like to hop on the Fale bandwagon. And I think Fale had a decent tournament. I think Fale had a decent G one. wasn't tremendous. It was it was decent. Um, I think Tamatanga again the the the, the running narrative. Um, I hate that word so much. Um, is you know how Tamatanga has improved throughout the G one, and and I think that he had it as well. Um, I thought the match was okay. I thought the match was 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 good. It wasn't tremendous. Um, you know, threes, three three stars, three stars in the in the three three. I don't three even nine. know if I'm going to go that far. No, no, you're not going to go that high. Maybe two and a half. I'm going to give it a little bit more than that. Well, I think- here's the thing, though. Like, there really was a lot riding on this match, but it didn't feel like it at all, and that's why I I I can't go that high with my stars for it it was just not dramatic at all yeah the near falls were were not really that compelling right again i i just stranger things kenny omega won the g1 (laughs) so he did um you know know, to me that's that's that i no, i can't say no one expected that there certainly people that did expect it because they put it in their their g1 pool that I beat Colin him. <laughs> now, now I want to know what what were our points exactly? I, I, all right, I have that. I was hoping you would say that because I do have that. Let me just load up the old uh, iPhone. Well, and uh, while you do that, though, I just yeah. want to close out our our thoughts on this Fale Please. versus Tomatonga match. Um, okay, match um, missed opportunity in my opinion to infuse some drama in what mathematically was. A match where there was a lot riding on it, but you know it. It was what it was. Tomatonga picks up the win with the gun stun. Uh, he closes out his G1 tournament, his first G1 tournament, I might add, with eight points. Not a bad showing. And uh, Fale closes out his with ten points. So there you go. All right. So let me let, let me. Well, I, I have it here, but um, we should probably do this for for everyone. But let's start here. Uh, Fale, thumbs up G1, thumbs in the middle, thumbs down. Um, you know, Fale is Fale. I'm going to say th- thumbs in the middle. I mean, he did have his moments. Um, I thought that he, you know, again, his his best matches. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to say that his three best matches were with Okada, Tanahashi, and Marufuji. Yeah. Although the Goto match wasn't bad either. No, it really, it wasn't. It's, it's, the thing is, it's just, it's just not my, he's not my thing. Um, so it's hard for me to, to, to. Get excited over him. I, you know what? I, I'm going to go. I'm going I'm to say I'm going to give him a thumbs up. I'll okay. give him a thumbs up. How about Tamatanga? 
Tamatanga, um, I'm gonna give him a thumbs up. He, I, I, I think that he had a good showing, and you know, this was his first G1, and I think that he can only improve from here. However, it seems like this Gorillas of Destiny tag team is back together. I'll be honest with you, I, I forgot that Tonga Loa even existed. <laughs> so did New Japan. Um, I'm going thumbs in the middle. Thumbs in the middle. All right. Um, Damon McDonald. Hey, that's me. 93 points. Broke 100 in the Voices of Wrestling G1 Climax. 26 pick'em standings. Colin Miller. 153. Those are those aren't our points. Those are our rankings. Our rankings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I want the, the actual points. points I that I, we yeah, have. I, don't, I just took a screenshot of it. So, um, yeah, I don't know what the points were. Do you think they were close? Well, a lot of good that does me, Damon. Well, I mean, I beat you. That's all that matters, right? <laughs> no, because <laughs> well, our, our point difference might the, the margin might not be that big. I don't think it is. I, I don't think it. I don't think it is that big. I don't. I, uh, well, I'll have to look it up. We'll, we'll get it later. But um, yeah, it's not going to be that big um, because you know before we were right next to each other. Like as the finals went on, yeah. Somebody we, said we were, that we were like the uh, Okada and Tanahashi of podcasting. <laughs> we really were. It was pretty fucking amazing. Um, yeah, I don't know the exact points. I'm my bad column. Well, Damon, uh, one day I'm going to win that big one against you at the dome. Mark oh, my words. All right. Well, look, book it. All right. Where, where are we here in this? Our next match is Hiroki Goto versus Naomichi Marafuji, and business really picked up here because this was um, the point in the evening where. I got really excited because there was a lot riding on this match. Um, Goto, if he beat Marafuji, would um, obtain 12 points. And that means that he would need Tanahashi and Okada to go to a draw, which obviously did happen. But if Marafuji beat Goto, then that automatically canceled out Okada. So this was the point in the night where, you know business picked up folks and i thought that this was a great hard hitting match i thought that these guys worked really well together you know marafuji with those wicked chops and those wicked kicks you know i he's another guy from noah who i want to see a lot more of and i think that we're going to yeah i mean there there are people there there are people out there that say that marafuji does rely a lot on those kicks and that's really what he centers everything around. That's fine uh, with me. Yeah, me too. <laughs> you know, exactly, because I got to be honest with you, every time he whacks one of them in, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting on the edge of my chair. So, yeah, I'm, I'm down with it. The Goto situation. Yeah, I mean, it did seem odd that, it, in hindsight, it, it, it kind of was odd that you heard a lot about time limit draws in this match, right? If you go back and watch... And listen to some of the commentary. Uh, they do mention that time limit draw being the the one. Th- it, it just felt like there was a lot of harping on time limit draw for him to get in. Um, did I think that there was going to be a time limit draw and he was going to get in? Hell no. Right? No, not, not in my wildest dreams, to be quite frank, um, that I think that was going to be uh, happening. But, yeah, I think this – Goto is – Goto flies under the radar for so many people. I remember, might have been two years ago, where I actually wrote something for Voices of Wrestling. I remember uh, that. Their yearbook, yeah. Um, And it was about Goto. And it was about how, you know, I I, kind of feel like I was a little bit uh, one of the first uh, guys to kind of 
speak up on Goto kind of getting lost in the mix and having tremendous years. Like I think I tallied up like his four star and above matches. Uh, and there were a lot. And it was like right up there with the Tanahashis and the Okadas at that time. So, um, yeah, uh, he's had a weird year. He's had a very strange year. And, and let's be honest here. He's had a very strange career. He's had a very strange career in the sense that he's always one of those guys that knew Japan. I don't want to say protects, but he's always there. He's always in the mix and, and, and in the upper end of that mix. He's always, in, he's always in the marketing materials. He's always on posters. He's always – he just feels like he's front and center. And well, this hey, year wh- – What do we call him? Chief J. Chief J. That's right. And, and here's the perfect example, Colin. Holy crap! Yeah, I think you you you. Here's another example of him being Chief J, right? What was Chief J Strongbow's main reason for all those years in the WWF? He was he was the guy, the gatekeeper to the to to Backland, right? So again, maybe the, these references are going over some of the younger people's heads. That's okay. But yeah, but that's but that's really what it is. It was like he was like one of those guys where you know. The, 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 the heels that were coming up through the promotion and, and barreling through, you know, once they got through the Chief J's of the world, boom, then it was on to Backlund and the title shot in Madison Square Garden, and here we go, right? That, that's that's Goto. Goto. Goto was Chief J, this G1. Goto didn't get a... Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think I am. Goto did not get a win over Okada, correct? No, he didn't. Goto did not get a win over Tanahashi, correct? He did not. So he kind of, sort of, and, and, and I can see where people could think this and the, and the perception could be this. He kind of backdoored his way into this, right? Yeah, he, he kind of, it, it, I don't want to say it was a fluke, but, you know, because he did he win, win matches. Match. Right, he did win the match he needed to win, right? How about Gato fucking booking this shit? Again, how, he's, uh, he's a booking he's a savant. Know what I'm going to do? I, is, he, is he confirmed for this Ring of Honor show in Brooklyn? Do you, you know, know? I'm not sure about that, but I'll check into it. Because I'm just going to bring a blank notebook, and I just want him to sign it. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> because just hopefully some of that inspiration and creativity and 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 just precision planning rubs off on me a little bit. Just a fucking little bit. Would be great. Um, Chief J. Chief J. Goto in full goddamn effect. How about that? Nice. Yeah. Perfect. Great match, too, by the way. Yep, yep. Great match with Marafuji, who, again, uh, another one of my MVPs of the tournament. You know, somewhere somewhere behind Ishii, I definitely want to put Marafuji. I think he added a lot to it. But uh, Goto closing out his tournament with 12 points. Marafuji closing it out with 10. And now we move on to the main event of Friday. Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Kazuchika Okada in what went to a 30-minute draw. Now, Damon... Yeah. I, it's not often that I give myself a, a Barry Horowitz pat on the back. Listen, take the floor. I'm gonna I'm not, I'm gonna turn off my mic. I'm gonna turn, <laughs> I'm gonna let you just fucking bathe in the sunlight, ladies and gentlemen. Colin Miller. It's not often that I give myself a pat on the back during this podcast. However, in the days leading up to this show on Friday, you know, I was giving a lot of thought to how this Tanahashi-Okada match was going to go. And I was thinking to myself, you know, Tanahashi is in... He's going through this sort of comeback story. I mean, you know, uh, 
he was out of action with a bad shoulder injury. You know, he had a rough start in the G1. He picked up momentum after his first three nights. And, you know, this is a real comeback story for Tanahashi. You know, this is this is his chance to once again prove that he is the ace of New Japan Pro Wrestling. And then I started thinking about Okada, who finally, after three times, proved that he can win the big one and uh, kind of take uh, his place, you know, the the young lion taking his place at the head of the pack. So I started thinking, boy, it, it really wouldn't make sense for either of these guys to lose because I don't think you want to have Tanahashi beat, you know, your 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 guy, let's face it, the guy who you're building up to be, to carry your company into the future. I don't think you want to have Okada lose, you know, to Tanahashi again so soon. And on the same token, I don't think you want to have uh, Okada beat Tanahashi while he's in, in the midst of this comeback story. So I said, you know what? I really believe that this is going to go to a 30-minute draw because story-wise, story-wise, that made the most sense to me after all of these guys have been through and their current positions on the roster. You know, Okada taking his place at the at the head of the pack and Tanahashi, you know, still proving that even though he lost that big one at the Dome, he is still the ace. So the logical conclusion in the brain of Colin Miller was that this was going to go to a 30-minute draw. And in the days leading up to this match, I sent Damon McDonald, my good buddy, a text message. And I said, you know what, Damon? And you can read this on Twitter. You can see our actual text. I said, hot take. You heard it here first. This is going to go to a draw. And Damon, you know, again, I'm sure he was thinking, you're out of your fucking mind, kid. But... <laughs> He said, nope, draw in a main event. Nope, not happening. And look what happened. Legit. Well, listen, first of all, absolutely. This is all 100% correct. And this is where this is where I got to eat a little crow. This is where I got uh, to take one. Because Colin Miller was absolutely fucking right. Uh, he and, and I thought that there was no shot. A main event at... Sumo Hall, G1. I, was, I, I, if there was ever a hand wave, boy, I gave him a hand wave and a text. Oh, this was this was like Colin trying to, you know, text up a a, a young lady that he may uh, have worked with or may have uh, met at a local bar, you know, and she just shut him down. I shut Colin down. But guess what? Uh, fuck me, right? Because I was wrong as hell, obviously. Uh, unbelievable. Colin, this match. All right, let's go right here. Better than, what, what was better? Dome? This match. I got to be honest with you. I enjoyed this match more than wow. the Tokyo Dome match. I really did. All right. Listen, uh, there are people that, that feel the same way. Uh, you know what? One guy, uh, 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 Morton VH, our good, our, our good buddy there. Um, he, he, I think he's in that camp, right? I think, I think he's in that camp. Um, uh, did I love this match, Colin? That I love this match. That the again, we talk about the callback spots, the the the, the you know the the camera zoom on the hand clutch, right? Like they did at the dome. <laughs> 
<laughs> tell me, tell me you didn't jump out of your fucking seat when that happened, right? Oh, God almighty. And again, the, the, the booking to figure how to, to have these two guys in a time limit draw. And let's not, let's, the, the, the high five flows, right? High five flows. The kickouts. The, <laughs> the look on Okada's face each time he kicked out. It was amazing. And again, there are people that are going to harp on Okada and the selling of the leg. And I'm not I'm not even going to go there. This match was just fabulous. It was fantastic. It makes me smile. I'm smiling ear to ear, just recollecting the spots and the callback spots and, and just the match in general and, and the finish. I've never, ever in my entire life have been more happy with a time limit draw. This was the most exciting. Can you think of another time limit draw that was as great as this? No, this I can't. And did, great did you get a load of the facial expressions on the uh, the, the crowd? They were shocked because I was because we were the same people. We were like, "What the fuck? What this? Is a, uh, uh, how could this be?" And red shoes at the end. He spent the match, too. That one shot. He looked like he went through a battle himself. He did a great job, too. He did a great job, too. Look, there's so much. Uh, I feel like I'm talking in circles, and I feel like I'm not even making a, a, a coherent point because I'm so excited for this match. You, you know, who, again, I hate to say it. You know who did a really good job reviewing this match? That, that Joe Lanza on Voices of Wrestling. That That – it really just summed up why pro wrestling is so great. Like that match is a perfect example of why I love pro wrestling. To me, that was like when people talk about storylines and, and I think I, you know, I kind of, you know, I, I, I equate storylines with, I don't know, maybe like I, I equate, maybe it's an over-reliance on storylines because of what we've been subjected to with WWE stuff. You know what I mean? Like, like when I think storylines, I just think hokey WWE storylines. When people start talking stories and I don't want stories. Like I want good matches. And, but I understand why people you know, like kind of connect with stories. Cause they like the, the dramatic element of it. And they like being sucked in and they like the, the character development and they like all that. Okay. But to me, this, this sucked me in more than, like the story that was being told in the match sucked me in more than than anything that you know like a story that leads to a match it just it was just compelling it was dramatic and it was it 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 had all those elements of pro wrestling of great pro wrestling that I look for it it, it I gave it 5 I've been throwing around fives like crazy this year, it feels like. It feels like I've given away more fives than I ever have in my entire life, Colin. Have you ever given three fives in a row, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, five, five, five? No. Uh, no. Think about that. that, that no. That's saying a lot. And, and you know what, Damon? Just to you know, kind of soften the blow, you know, I know I, I, I made you eat a little crow with my, right. with my Stardust Genius. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Lay the boots in. However, no, 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 no. I'm surprised I didn't get many. I didn't get. We didn't really get. I didn't get hammered on Twitter. I, I really didn't. Or on Facebook. I, I got hammered on Facebook, but it's all totally the fucking different story. Well, look. What, um, when, when I, <laughs> oh, I just, I just got yeah. that. When I was doing my uh, 
Voices of Wrestling Pick'em, I didn't uh, book this as a draw because I was thinking the same thing as you. There's no way that the the main event is is going to go to a draw at Sumo Hall. But the reason that I changed my mind was because that is, as this tournament went on and I thought more about um, Okada's um, current state and Tanahashi's current state, this finish is what made the most sense to me. It really did. So that's why I changed my mind. But it, it is perfectly, you know, logical and understand, you know, understandable, you know, why you thought that this was just improbable and impossible and hogwash. But hey, look what happened. You know, I don't, I, I think putting a gun to people's heads, I don't think that many people would, would have said that this would have ended in a 30 minute draw. Um, I'm sure some people um, had it in their pick them. I don't. I don't think they did. If they did, God bless them. And but listen, I think this needs to be acknowledged too. Last week, we <laughs> sat here and we buried. I don't. Even, what was the name? Do you remember the name? No, I don't have uh, his name offhand. But okay, well, he picked Goto. He picked Goto, and we laid the fucking boots to him, didn't we? Yeah, we, we laid the boots. <laughs> I, I I remember you specifically saying, and I quote, "That ain't gonna fucking happen." Yeah, <laughs> like how 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 big of a boobs do we look like? Um, yeah, I mean, listen, there were people that got it, the people that nailed it, there were people that nailed it. Well, to be um, fair, that was ghetto under a pseudonym. So <laughs> that we did say that. Don't we give him too much credit. We did say that. You know, can I, if you don't mind, can I read a little bit of Lance's review? Absolutely. Would that be? Because I think he really did a, a real stellar job of of connecting with how I feel with this match. Sometimes it's hard for me to put into words what I feel with wrestling matches. So again, this is please by all means, voices of wrestling. It's uh, Lanza's Joe Lanza's review of the Tanahashi uh, Okada match. And, and again, I'm going to read straight through. Uh, so many subtle and not so subtle callback spots. If you want to win over this reviewer, him, give me callbacks. Reward me for paying attention. Absolutely. right, And being emotionally invested in your long-term story. There's that story word again. Tanahashi holding on to Okada's wrist as the camera zoomed in. And the defiant Tanahashi slap sending us back to January. Absolutely. Okada going for the 2014 G1 finals finish where he... Uh, Emphatically, emphatically, yes. That's emphatically, yes. Beat Nakamura with brutal and un- stop using big words, Lanza. Um, Nakamura with brutal and unnecessary extra rainmakers. Absolutely, I, I jumped out of my chair with that one. The recreation of the 2015 G1 Finals with both men exhausted and fighting on the top turnbuckle, teasing a similar outcome of that same battle that Tanahashi won against Nakamura. Again, look at those callback spots all there, and again. Those callback spots that led us to where we are right now with the finals um, and Omega and Goto. I, I love a callback spot, and, and uh, they nailed it. Outstanding. I gave it five. I gave this five. I don't think it was better than the Dome. I don't think it was better than the Dome, but I gave it five. And I, and I, and I did it without hesitation. Again, you feel five stars. You, you, it's, it's in your gut. It's in your heart. You feel your, 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 put your hands on your head, you know, your, your mouth's open, you're pacing, you're, you're standing, you feel five stars. Two things I, I just five. want to mention. Um, uh, one thing, now I don't know if this is true, but I was listening to uh, Wrestling Observer Radio after this match happened, and Dave claimed that the time limit actually did go four seconds over 30 minutes. Now, I don't know if that's accurate or not, 
but um, you know, well, I know, I don't know if he still does it, but I think Dave does the stopwatch gimmick. Okay, now I'm I'm on Pudoresu Spirit, um, which is a, a great resource, by the way. Free plug for them. Um, they have the time at 30 minutes. Now Dave's claiming it went 30 minutes and four seconds. Yeah, he. I, I guarantee you. I can't guarantee anything. I don't know for sure, but I but I know in the past that he he would have a stopwatch, start bell rings, and then that would be that because you know how the, you get gimmick times. You know that should be like ten minutes forty seven seconds, and he went three minutes. You know, um, so yeah, he, he would do that. Um, I don't know if he, if he was doing that in this particular thing, but okay. I mean, I don't. I'm not going to split hairs over four seconds. Even four seconds is pretty admirable to me to squeeze everything that they needed to squeeze in all the high five flows, the ones in the back, the the one where you thought it was over, and to have one, two, you know, you know, everybody's got to be on the same page. They can't fuck up uh, for it to be for it to work, right? They can't. They couldn't. Have fu- Everybody had to be the timekeeper. Uh, you know, the guy ringing the the, the bell, red shoes, Okada. Tana. Everybody had to be on the same goddamn page, right? That's 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 a, that's a real admirable job by them. Excellent, outstanding job. Like I, I said, and a, and a big pressure. I don't. I would have choked. I'd have been like, I might be ringing the bell <laughs> early or some shit. I'd fuck it up somehow. Um, yeah, that's good stuff. That's that's really good stuff. And while I have it up, uh, we mentioned our uh, voices of wrestling pick'em stats. Oh, now, you got them. Yeah. Now, now I come in at number one fifty three with with uh, fifty three points. What number are you again? Uh, ninety three. Ninety three. You are 93. I see you here. Damon McDonald, you have 55 points. So you have two more points than me. Big uh, deal. It's one win. I got one. What do you mean big deal? It's, 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 uh, the, the, you know, the, 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 what are the, what's the saying? The difference is in the details, right? So you're saying that I'm the Okada here. This is Wrestle Kingdom 9. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you're, right. you're the Tanahashi. I'm the Okada. That's it, bro. And I'm, and I'm walking away in tears. In tears. In tears. What did I win, by the way? We never, we never did uh, solidify that, did we? No, I think I, we I didn't. think I said a Porsche. I'm gonna Porsche, <laughs> right? We didn't say that. And and, and Damon, now, I don't I don't I don't want to brag about my uh, bank account, but you know, we'll, uh, <laughs> right, you don't have one, do you? <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk off the air about this one. All right, very good. But yeah, that that was uh, the uh, the first night of the finals from uh, Friday, August twelfth. Overall, great show. I enjoyed it from top to bottom. And now we I'm move. Sorry. On. <laughs> I, I cut you off. Five stars. Yeah, I'm gonna give it five. Okay. Okay, we're both in agreement. Five stars. All right, good. Let's I'm, move on. I'm going to give it five. Like I said yeah. on Twitter, it was high art. So moving on to uh, the B-Block matches from Saturday, August 13th. Our first match was Yuji Nagata versus Tomowaki Honma. Now, I have a lot to say about Honma um, in general, but let's talk about the match. Um I think that these guys uh, did a great job, as usual. You know, they were talking about how both of them are possible future contenders for Shibata's never open weight title. Um, Yuji Nagata, would you say that he's had a very good tournament? I think he's had a very good year. I I think he's had an outstanding year. He's going to be in that unsung hero category, I have a feeling, at the end of the year. He better be. He deserves it. He absolutely deserves it. Um no, I think he had it. I think he, for 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 Yuji Nagata, at, 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 and again, I don't want to harp on age, you know, like you do, <laughs> and weight. Apparently, I am not uh, age. Well, <laughs> you are a little bit. You are a little bit. But here's the thing: every twenty year old does. I can't say every twenty year old, but but I was the same way when I was twenty. I was the same way, Damon. I'm pushing thirty here, buddy. 
You're still 20s. Yeah, still, I am. Still two. In, that first digit is still two. It is. It is. I'm still a 20-something out there trying to figure out his place in the world. Ew. Um, I, I got your place in the world right here, buddy. <laughs> Purocast. This, this is it. This is it. Sponsorships rolling in. We're, we're gonna be we're gonna be rolling in. Big it. things coming, ladies Big things and gentlemen. Coming. Big things coming. All right. All right. But back uh, to Yuji Nagata and uh, Tomoaki Honma. Um, I thought that this was a great match. Uh, Tomoaki Honma picking up the win uh, with the Kokeshi, which leads me to the point that I want to make here. Um, I have a question for you, Damon. Mm. This has been Honma's best G1 tournament yet. He yes, picked up six points now. Do you think that by giving Honma six points that they are kind of um, killing the charm which that, that makes Honma Honma, that makes him so lovable to the audience? Do you think that this is inadvertently hurting his character, all the wins that he's picking up? In the short term, yes. But in the long term, what are you going to do with the guy? You can't have him be constantly this lovable loser, right? Is it that, that that has a shelf life too, don't you think? It like, does, but like you have said in the past, if you know he's not going to be the lovable loser, you kind of have to go all the way with him then. Yeah, that's that's where we are, and that's where we're, you yeah. run into you know kind of uh, murky waters. Yep, we're in, we're definitely in murky waters. We're definitely in murky waters. Now again, I think this this G one. And again, I don't want to make an excuse just for him because I think this just goes up and down the roster. He's banged up. He's really hurting. And he's hurting, from what I understand, more than just the, he's on the top of the hurting list, right? Um, so, again, the match quality might suffer. You're not going to see the, you know, Kokeshi from the top rope to the floor every match. Um, that being said, yeah, I mean, it's, it, there, there is no middle ground for lovable loser. You're either the lovable loser. Or you're you're going all in. You, you, the, the the problem is is that you're not going to go all in, and you there's only so much shelf life a lovable loser has before you turn into Captain New Japan, right? <laughs> I mean that's the truth. I mean sorry Asbok, but nobody likes Captain New Japan here. I don't, he loves that Captain New Japan. He really he? does. He, he really loves him. I don't understand it. Um, you know maybe that's why. You know, uh, th- sometimes I think there might be a disconnect. You know. And, and I think I speak for a lot of people who watch New Japan. We watch it for, because we're so, you know, we're hand waving everything that we're fed here in the states that we, you know, at the times we're looking for options, and, and New Japan was the best option when it came to quality, um, you know, ring work and, and matches and, and stuff like that, and storylines that were somewhat believable. Um, so anyway. Uh, yeah, there's only so you can only go to the lovable loser things for so long with, with Honma. Uh, and again, yeah, we just like you described it, we are in murky waters with him. Uh, he might be the one guy that you know, I talked about in the beginning of this show about how everybody came out better. He might be the one that might be if you're going to point a finger at one guy that might have taken a step back from the G1, it might be him, it might be him. Yeah, which is ironic since this is his best G1 ever. He, he, yeah. he, he walked away with six points. Now, um, you're left to assume since uh, he defeated Katsuyori Shibata early on in the tournament um, that he is in line for another never open weight title shot. Now, do do you have him win that? Do you, do you have him win his first singles title? 
I mean, it's the never belt. I mean, Shibata doesn't even carry it to the ring for a <laughs> second. <laughs> I was thinking about that the entire time. Like, where's did did, did Shibata like lose that? Did he, <laughs> he lost it at the airport? <laughs> did he throw it away? <laughs> he did a Dick Slater and threw it out the river. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. I don't think it, I don't think it's going. I don't think having Honma win the Never Belt is going to you know Nakamura, you know Nakamura it. You know, as he did with the Intercontinental Belt, um, it's not going to get elevated to this grand title. It's the Never title. It is what it is. You don't think Uncle Paul's going to be uh, calling up Honma? No, you got no <laughs> shot, especially with uh, his history. You know, Four hundred concussions. Well, concussions, one, medical one, but also he's had a little bit of a, I don't say a shady past, but he's had some uh, questionable things happen in his past that have. Uh, been some you know, dealings with the yakuza here and well there, i mean you know? supposedly i mean i don't know the ins and outs of it so uh i don't want to uh, but we've all know. been there i've listen i've had deal you know you know i've made bad decisions with the yakuza who hasn't you know <laughs> i have not please lose a finger all right next uh next match toru yano versus yoshihashi um yoshihashi picking up the win here with the low blow in the cradle um what can we really say about this match? Um, I will say this about Yoshihashi. What a tournament he had. Um, I think that if we're going to talk about uh, one guy who had a a breakout tournament, it's it's, it's got to be Yoshihashi. He's had a breakout year. Yeah. You know, he, he, I, I'm going to be honest. <sighs> Tor Yano doesn't. Oh, my God. Yano. Let me ask you this question. I, <laughs> I just think, can't. I, I think I already can't. know the answer. Uh, would you would, would you be uh, sad if this was Toru Yano's last G1 no. Climax tournament? Oh, please. I'll drive him to the fucking airport. <laughs> <laughs> I, here's what I care. I was texting Eric, uh, you know, uh, Jap- classic Japanese board Eric. Gaijin Eric. Yeah, uh, real hero team. Um, I was texting him. I was like, I cannot believe... I'm gonna give that motherfucker twenty bucks for a picture and an autograph. And Takahashi, you're gonna give him ta- twenty bucks too. Yeah, I'm giving. I'm, I'm forty bucks. I can't believe I'm doing that, but I gotta get that G1 poster completed, man. He's he was part of it, so gotta do what I gotta do. Yeah. Um, I'm, I, truth be told, Colin, uh, the minute the minute I saw that DVD in his hand. My, my eyes glazed over and rolled. I did a Yuji Nagata. <laughs> <laughs> my eyes rolled back in my head, and I was like, oh, I'm hand-waving it. So Yoshihashi might have had a five-star match. I wouldn't have known it because Toriyano was there. <laughs> and I was like, nope, I can't do it. So uh, the feelings on this match are all yours, my friend. Yeah, um, like I said, I'm I'm going to – Give this match the old Damon McDonald hand wave. Yep. Um, Yano picking up the win here. Um, walking away from this tournament with 10 yeah, points. Can you believe that's that? Craziness. The wins that he did get. Elgin, right? Shibata. Shibata, right? Uh, who else did he get? Was that a sneaky win over? I forget. Uh, who knows? But yeah, uh, it's, it is amazing. 10 points. 10 fucking points for Yano. What? And Yoshihashi I mean, walking away with six points. I mean, that I can understand a little bit because you're trying to rehab the poor guy. and, and, and That's a decent and, showing for him, all things considered. Yeah, considering a guy hadn't won a match in years. Um, yeah, uh, look, 
I'll be, I'd be happy if I never watched another Yana. But I'm going to watch a Yana match. I'm going to watch it in Brooklyn. Oh, great, great, <laughs> That's right. Great. He's going to be there. Are you going to this? I'm thinking about it. It, it, it is on my birthday. It is. Um, Come on. It might be a, a, a fun little birthday outing. You know. I told you I paid for your ticket. I know. I know. It's just you know I gotta take the bus into Port Authority, then hop on the old metro to Brooklyn. Um, do you know what kind of neighborhood that is, by the way? Uh, I mean, it's fine. It's right at Coney Island. I mean, it's 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 a you know it's roller coasters and yeah, you're okay. fine. We'll yeah, we'll, you'll, we'll you'll talk off the air about this one. Cause All right, I'm, come on. Go. I'm, I'm I'm considering it, but uh, All right. your boy's gonna be there. He's gonna be disappointed. <laughs> I know Sh- Shibata versus uh, Kyle O'Reilly. The show's not that bad. I mean, there's like a, a four way with Tanahashi and Jay Lethal and uh, oh, who's in that Naito. Still not a bad show. Not a bad show. And again, oh. when when the fuck are you ever gonna see Shibata? That's true. That is true. And Takahashi. <laughs> and and Takahashi, I do I do want my picture with Takahashi. I want to I frame that do. and put it uh, over my bed. Come on, your pants will be down. Let's go. <laughs> Speaking right, let's of uh, Katsuyori Shibata, this next match actually had me on the edge of my seat. It was Katsuyori Shibata versus Evil. Now this was the point again, uh, similar to uh, the first night where business picked up and things started to mean something because Evil. Evil was uh, playing the spoiler here because Katsuyori Shibata was still a contender at this point. And I started thinking to myself, you know, I started thinking, well, hey, Goto became the A block winner. Wouldn't it be something? Wouldn't it be something if the finals of the G1 Climax 26 was a uh, a Mayu tag final with goto versus shibata and the wheels started turning in my brain and i thought you know what this 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 could be a real possibility so needless to say i was heartbroken when evil hit his finisher and uh spoiled shibata but um this to me this was a very dramatic match personally and speaking of that morton vh he got me all worked up with the scenarios and you know and, and goto and shibata in the finals and um you know, if Goto were to win, it, what a story arc that would be, you know, with with Okada. Um, so, yeah, that kind of got me worked up into that. Uh, I think everybody kind of got a little frothed up thinking, oh, my God, could could it possibly? Because, again, every year the joke, every year we joke about Shibata, people picking Shibata to win. You know, he wasn't going to win. He ain't winning. This was the year to pick him, though. This was close. You know, this was one of those. This was another one that would have been in the old uh, Damon was wrong folder. Um, I hope that folder grows, by the way. Why? Listen, I love being wrong. I fucking love it. And I love it when you're wrong. (laughs) Right, but but here's the thing: if I'm right all the time, what fun is that? These three nights were so much fun. Part of the, I would say, a, a good share of the reason why, because I was fucking wrong, right? Again. I'm in the same boat with you. It's the sports analogy. Sometimes the team that's supposed to win doesn't win, and you're thrilled with it. It's exciting and fun. This was it. This was, this was, that. that's just, I was wrong, and I loved every minute of it. Sometimes the generals get one over on the Globetrotters. <laughs> Actually, I don't think that ever happened, but. I don't know. Well, listen, that's, you know, it's a, I, I know a guy who was the, um, he was like the PR director, I'm going to say, marketing director. Um, yeah, and he's like, yeah. It's a work. 
What do you think? Yes. <laughs> Come on. Get We're exposing the globetrotters' <laughs> business here. <laughs> right. Imagine the general just start dunking on them. <laughs> <laughs> fuck this. <laughs> they just start shooting on the globetrotters. Oh, oh, You're boxing them out. <laughs> Be great. The Harlem screw job. The Harlem screw job. <laughs> Curly in tears. <laughs> spits. Frights WCW. <laughs> Uh, Lordy Lou. Uh, somebody needs right. to book that. Anyway, uh, to book that. B- back on track here. Evil spoiling the tournament for Shibata, leaving Colin Miller in tears. But um, what did you think of this match, though, as a whole? Good match? Loved the match. I thought the match was very good. I was going to ask you, I think Evil, he's another guy where, again, I think I was wrong. I kind of I counted him out. I I, I I was, you know, in, during this year, I was kind of like, I'm not really seeing evil being uh, anything to write home about here. He's leaving a little bit to be desired. I think he had a decent G1, and I think this match was really good. And again, this, I feel bad in the sense of a lot of times these guys, it's their first G1. And, and you know, the, it takes a little bit, I guess. You know, it takes a little bit. Um, I don't want to make excuses, but I think I think evil had a... Had a he started out sluggish to me, but but just like Tamatanga improved with time, got better each and every match, and I think he had a, a, a thumbs up G one. How about you? Yeah, I agree. And Evil is a guy who you can actually say is a contender for both the Never Openweight title and the Intercontinental title. So it'll be interesting to see what the future holds for him with the rest of the year. See, I would like to see an Evil, an e- an Evil Shibata. Yeah, I, like I over Honma. I, I, I personally see Evil, um, right now at least, as more of a never open weight guy than a contender for the IC title. But you know, uh, there's how about how about an evil Sonata tag team? I'd be down with that. Hey, I'd be down with that too. I'd be well. Ha- hey, <laughs> I know you're gonna laugh at this. How about a evil Sonata Bushi six man tag team for those I, never open weight titles? Yeah, why not? What I the mean, hell? Yeah, I, I I would be. That's fine. I'm I'm cool with that. But I think, like I said, I, I I will be the first to admit that I was down on evil. I'm pro evil. Pro evil. Pro. I'm, I've always been pro evil. I'm I'm pro <laughs> evil it. even more now. The next match, uh, actually, this next match is probably going to be one of my top five matches of the tournament. Nakajima taking on Michael Elgin. Boy, what a what a what a hard hitting match this was. Let's cut right to the fucking chase, Colin. Is this Michael Elgin's best match? I, you know, best I'm match. Gonna, I'm I'm going to say yes. You know, are, are are we talking in his entire uh, entire career, entire New Japan pro wrestling career? Okay, well, let's leave it at New Japan because maybe we haven't seen every single Ring of Honor match. Maybe because I haven't. haven't. I'll be honest. Ah, uh, listen, uh, neither have I. Let's be truthful. I haven't seen every single one. I'm sure there's ones that I've missed, um, or maybe ones that you know I saw but half-heartedly watched. What what have you? Um, but let's use New Japan. Best New Japan match? Yeah. I'm going to say yes. Better than Omega. Yeah. I, I enjoyed really? it better than all three of his match. Omega matches. Really? Okay. I thought this last e- this G1 uh, Omega match was tremendous. Come on. It was- Elgin, Elgin, uh, Elgin, Elgin Omega, G1. This match. Which, which was better. I think... 
just for my taste. Stylistically, Nakajima and Elgin match up better. Me too. <laughs> I really like this fucking match, dude. Did you see this some one. of the forearms that Elgin was laying in on Nakajima? He, he laid one clothesline in. And this is saying something. I, I made this post on the uh, classic board. You know, when you get reactions, you, your goal is to get a reaction from the fans, obviously. You want them engaged in the match, and, and if you can get a reaction out of them, that's, that's you, you're, doing, you're doing well. And, and you, you heard it, boom, crowd reacted. You know, the commentators, they're there to help sell it. But even then, you could tell that they were kind of like, holy fuck, what a shot. But when you get a cameraman, a photographer at ringside, who have seen probably more wrestling than all of us combined, right? He's, you know, he's taking pictures for Gong, or was, is it Weekly Wrestling? Weekly Pro Wrestling? Um, or, you know, whatever. Baseball Magazine. Baseball Shaw was the old one. Yeah, I don't think Baseball Shaw's around anymore. Um, the, when you get a reaction out of them, those jaded MFers, right? You say, there is one guy, and you see him all the time. He kind of has the, the grayish mustache, kind of goatee kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, kind of a little, little bit heavier. Um, comparatively, um, who are you? To, never mind. <laughs> Listen, I, you know, I'm saying comparatively with the other photographers. Um, it's funny because he was at when I was at G1, he was getting a hot dog, <laughs> or, or, <laughs> and you were getting a hot dog. No, I, I was eating something though. Well, of <laughs> That's course, sure. right? But I was sitting on the bench, and um, <laughs> like I just was like, "That's the photographer guy." I wonder what should I say hi to him? And I didn't. Um, the but he kind of went. You know, like a, not a lot, but like a little head turn squint kind of, ooh, wow. Um, when you get a reaction out of them, you know you got yourself a hard-hitting match. Uh, yeah, I think this, 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 this might be my favorite Elgin match in his New Japan run. This was, a, this was outstanding. This, this, this was over four. Over four? Yeah. Four and a half? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say four and a half. That's that that that's probably the ceiling for this match. But you know, for what it's worth, uh, uh, anything over four, like a four and a half star match, is a tremendous match. Really fucking good. Yeah. Hey, watch your language, Colin. <laughs> yeah. Now, now I'm turning into you. <laughs> I know you get all excited. Um, uh, best Nakajima match of the of the G1. Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, yep. I I did enjoy Nakajima's match with Nagata. I thought those two had a really good chemistry together. Yep. But I mean, him him and Elgin. Um, this I I want to see this. You know, this year again down the road, I want to see Elgin defend that Intercontinental Title against Nakajima. I I think that's a strong possibility. Uh, uh, look, that I'm gonna see that. I want to see Elgin Naito. I, I think those are the two things that, that I would love to... And I think you're going to see Naito, right? I wonder how they're going to work this Noah stuff, man. I wonder how they're going to put that in. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be, it's going to be exciting to see. Um, yeah. But a, a, another one of the reasons why this... What, what made this match so great is because this was another match that had a lot riding on it because uh, Nakajima acted as the spoiler for Elgin because if Elgin won... I believe that if if Omega won, you know the the main event that that would make Elgin the B Block winner, and I was thinking to myself, you know what? Maybe they're going for a big Haas final with Goto versus Elgin. I did think that that was a legitimate possibility, but nevertheless, Nakajima picking up the win here, hitting the uh, 
vertical spike brain buster on Michael Elgin and uh, Nakajima closing out Nakajima and Elgin closing out their tournaments with 10 points apiece. So uh, not certainly not a bad showing for either of them. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say Nakajima a little bit. I, I don't know if I gave him 10 points to finish out the G1. Um, Michael Elgin, if, you know, maybe a lot of people I, I heard online were talking about, you know, him taking maybe too many pinfalls, um, you know, being your intercontinental champion. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm again. I, I talked about this in the beginning of the show. How excited I am for just all the possibilities. Uh, yeah, I would. I, I would want to see that again. I hope. I hope. I hope somebody's listening. I hope somebody's listening and can book this because uh, I think everybody wants to see this match again. Another thing I wanted to mention uh, before I forget. I, I want to compliment the. Uh, uh, Kevin Kelly and Steve Carino and Rocky Romero for doing an excellent job at um, explaining all of the math and all of the different scenarios. They really did their homework with that, and they really laid it out very clearly and concisely. So even two dopes like us, Damon, could you know understand everything that was going on. So prop, props to, to them for that. They were, you know what, though? They, they, they did a good job, and I know that they were getting fed a lot of stuff on Twitter. Right. So it, it is a pretty amazing time that we live in where, you know, commentators and, and, and uh, you know, you're doing a live show. Right. And, uh, you know, you're getting feedback in real time about how, how you're doing and, and how, what the show sounds like. But not only that, you can get information. Right. You can you can uh, have people tweet you. And especially in this scenario of, OK, so if this guy wins, you can move on. And, and, and if this guy wins, that guy's going to move on. So I'm sure that they got a lot of that. Um, there were a lot of people that were online and, and, you know, I feel bad for not being able to mention all of them. But, but there were a lot of people online. So my hat's off to those people who were doing the math in real time, trying to figure out this shit and the winners of the blocks. Um, it's very helpful, not only to me and you, Colin, but obviously the people uh, that were behind the microphones calling this, this show. Yeah, I mean, these guys are doing a live broadcast, and, you know, they have people tweeting them and whatnot, and, you know, it's a, it, it's a lot of information to weave in and explain in a very um, clear and concise manner. So hats off once again to that commentary team. And finally, we move on to our main event here for Saturday show, the cleaner Kenny Omega taking on Tetsuya Naito. Um, let me just say this. For all the people, you know, um, who have given Kenny Omega shit for being, you know, too jokey and, you know, I, I, I hear this criticism a lot that, well, you know, he's, he can, he's, he's a great athlete, he can do all the flips, but, you know, he's not, uh, he's not very believable in the ring, he's not, uh, he, he's, he's not good at selling. This, the story of this match was Kenny Omega selling his leg, Naito working over his leg. And one of my favorite spots was um, when Kenny Omega does that rolling senton and then he goes for the moonsault. Yeah. Remember that one? So he did yeah. the rolling senton, he jumped up, and boy, his, his, his leg just gave out. He couldn't hit that moonsault, and Naito capitalized on it. So, hey, for all the people who said that Kenny Omega couldn't deliver that kind of match, here you go. Go watch this one. That that point, the fact that yeah, this was a serious, hard hitting, uh, back and forth, 
both guys playing off each other's strengths. Um, the selling of the leg on, on, on Omega. Um, not a lot of bullshit. Not, the, again, the things that I liked were, were front and center and, and done so well. Um, and I don't think it's, it's a criticism on Kenny Omega saying that he's athletic and because to me that athleticism show shown shined sheened it was a it was front and center too you know but we talk a lot about Omega in in in, in this G1 in this match in particular how about how about Naito man Naito shut my mouth too he had an outstanding match and I remember you Colin sitting here and saying, and I was worried, you know, with the possibilities of a Naito Dome match. And I think the words out of my mouth was, you know, I don't want to see 15 goddamn minutes of stalling. And you're like, that ain't going to fucking happen at a Dome, dummy. <laughs> and, and, I, and I told you, what, what else did I tell you about this match? Remember, I said, hey, these guys know who they're following. They're following two of the greatest professional wrestlers in the world, two artists. And did you really think that they were going to, you know, uh, phone it in and do comedy mm, shit that Sumo again, Hall following that match? Yeah, look, no chance in hell. In hindsight, yeah, it might have been a, a, a naive thought in my mind. But, but, they are the kind of guys... Correct me if I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Obviously, I've been wrong before. That might want to prove a point that they can have a good match working a certain way. Right? Just to prove a point. It's a fair point. You know, maybe. But but again, even with that said, they respected the stage. They knew the stakes. They knew what was expected of them. They delivered. They delivered beyond my expectations. And I went into it with an open mind, Colin. And that's hard for me to do. We all know this. Yeah, you're, you're not an open-minded kind of guy. You're very I, set in your ways. I'm not. What am I? What, Archie Bunker? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> I'm really not. I'm really not. I'm the most progressive guy you might uh, talk to. Um, my, you know, I wanted to go into it with an open mind. And needless to say... I was shocked at the finish. I was shocked that Kenny Omega went over. I thought that I thought I would be sitting here with this microphone in front of me, and I would have to be defending myself and defending New Japan with the idea of putting Naito in the dome. I thought I I I promise you, I thought I would be sitting here thinking this right, and the idea of Kenny Omega winning was almost the fact where in my mind it would be like a gloaty, almost a gloaty situation where I didn't have to deal with Los Ingobernables. And I would have played, happy days are here again. Because <laughs> I wouldn't have to deal with fucking Naito and the possibility of him in a dome. If I could have this Naito, I'd have him in the dome tomorrow. If I could have this Kenny Omega, I'd have it in the dome tomorrow. Headline it. My fear was I wasn't going to get that. So anyway, open mind came in. Colin, I was blown away. Yeah, was- no, and 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 just to you know touch upon what you were saying, I do think that there was some legitimacy to that fear because you know let's face it, a lot of the times the this 
Los Ingobernobles faction. You know, they, they are handcuffs at times. And, you know, Kenny Omega's comedy shtick, you know, can, um, you know, alter the quality of the match, so to speak. But like you said, you know, this was Sumo Hall. I knew that these guys were going to be, they're going to have their A game on knowing that they just followed yet another masterpiece from Okada and Tanahashi. And I'm not sure which match I like better. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going to give this match five stars. This had me on the edge of my seat. Um, I yeah. I, I mean, legitimately you, did not know who, who was going to win. How do you rank perfection, man? You know what I mean? Like, how do you how do you say one? Like, so what's better, this five star match or this five star? <laughs> you know, how do you do that? Uh, there's you know there's a limit. Um, did I give it five? Yeah, I did. I I did. I, I, I you know, <laughs> I think Dave even tweeted out. You know, we're doing another Nadia or something like that. <laughs> um, it was. Fantastic, fantastic job. Um, m- over my expectations, um, and and again going into it with, to an open mind, I did I have one eye closed, just waiting for the shit that that hit the fan. Yeah, I did. I'm not gonna lie, it never happened. Uh, and 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 let's be truthful too. That that last two or three minutes was was probably some of the best pro wrestling in the history of pro wrestling. Yeah, that that was the point. <clears throat> to me at least, where, you know, I mentioned it earlier, how Kenny Omega, you know, he's supposed to be fulfilling the AJ Styles role. And to me at that moment, he jumped into that role and he pulled it off. I mean, those those final few, min- few minutes were some of the finest professional wrestling that you will watch all year. And we mentioned it earlier. I'm, I'm, I'm going flat out. That three minutes was probably some of the best pro wrestling of all time. Wow, that's that's saying a lot. That closing stretch was was unfucking believable. It was it was <laughs> come on. I I can't I I can't hand wave it. I I can't I can't deny the absolute splendor of what they were able to <sighs> Colin, you 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 know, I've sat here and I've said that I like Naito. I, I, but I, I don't like Los Ingobernables. I like Kenny Omega. I don't like the shit, like the comedy. The, 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 we call it the DDT. Yeah, I like it. This this was splendid. This was tremendous work by two outstanding pro wrestlers. That not only did it please the, the fans, right, of of both those guys, right. Again, if Tanahashi, if Tanahashi could have had the, and this is kind of it does it does get to me. I'm not gonna lie. This 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 does get to me. If Tanahashi was in that match, and they had the same exact match, and Tanahashi won, there would be a lot more fucking outcry. There'd be oh, a absolutely. Lot, there I, would be a lot more outcry. I said it before. You'd you'd be hearing it from me. I, I might have a small problem with that, but that's that's over and above. I don't want to get into that. I think Naito fans, and again, there were a lot of people that thought Naito was this was his time. Kind of like what I talked about with Nakamura before. I thought that was his time. People th- thought this was Naito's time to win and his time to fucking take home the trophy. It was Omega, but I think the blow was softened tremendously by two points. One, the match was outstanding, and two, it was Kenny Omega. And I think Kenny Omega fans and Naito fans, Los Ingobernables fans, they—if you did the Venn diagram—there's a lot of overlap. 
And before we move on to the final night, how could I not mention Kenny Omega's brilliant promo after he won this match, channeling Rocky IV during his doing his own version of uh, Sylvester Stallone's promo after he defeated Ivan Drago in Russia. I thought that Kenny Omega is my hero. After that, love him. He did a great job again from from everything that he did from the from the the, the entrances to the 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 post match interviews and even the post match celebration I thought was done you know pretty pretty amazing pretty pretty amazing stuff all right so that's that that was another great night of pro wrestling you know how do you follow Okada Tanahashi well you, With you, that. you do that you do that exactly all right so now we move on to the G1 Climax 26 finals the final night at Sumo Hall which happened earlier this morning August 14th, uh, let's get into it. Uh, first match, Jushin Thunder Liger and Tiger Mask taking on Risuke Taguchi and David Finley. Um, I thought that this was a good opener with Tiger Mask picking up the win on Finley with the Tiger Suplex off the top rope. Um, and I found it interesting that uh, the commentators were talking about how Finley has really grown a lot this year and uh, perhaps he'll be moving out of that young lion role sooner rather than later he should i mean legitimately he's 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 most improved to me he's not even he's always he's, he's good he's a good he's a good young pro wrestler who it's time to go on excursion <laughs> truth be told it's, you know he he i can't say he's not going to learn anything more in what he's doing now he certainly can. There's, there's, you know, he's working with legends, mind you. There's always something to learn. Excursion time. He needs That's to go it. to CZW. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? He'd be right in Voorhees. I could, uh, he'd be ten minutes away from me. Uh, you could jump through barbed wire glass and all that stuff. Actually, CZW. Yeah, I'm not going to hold my CZW thoughts. Anyhow. Um, I'm actually, I have, I'll give you my CZW thoughts. You want my CZW thoughts? Uh, sure, briefly. Um, good, not great. Good, not great. Believe oh, it. Wow, that, that, that's better than I expected. It's not that Honestly, it's not <laughs> that bad. I, I know a lot of people that are just like, oh, my God, CZW. Ah. I don't watch it, so I, I, I can't speak intelligently about it. But. It's local to me. So it's like it's, it's, it's literally a 10-minute drive for me um, right over at the skate zone uh, where the flyers practice. Would you say it's fun? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's pro wrestling. It, uh, there, there, there was one time where I left before the main event. Um, I was I've probably been to about four shows. I've probably been to about four shows. So, you know, maybe I should pump the brakes on my CZW knowledge because they've been to four shows. But the four shows I went to, uh, I mean, they were they were not bad. It was all right. It was kind. It was all right. It was a decent night out. All right. Alrighty, so Liger and Tiger Mask picking up the win there in a good opening match. Uh, next match, Jado and Ghetto taking on Yoshi Tatsu and Captain New Japan, the Bullet Club Hunters. And <laughs> I only wish that uh, Jado and Ghetto had those uh, those old shirts that they used to have back in their wing days that said, "We are Jado Ghetto, fuck you." <laughs> yeah, those, those are classic. I think you could pick one of those up on eBay somewhere. Um, yeah, I mean, what am I going to say about this? This. It was a Poor, fun match. It's always good to see Jado and Ghetto together. Yeah, listen, they're they're 
they're more than solid hands. They're they're really good pro wrestlers. Simple. I mean, they're not going to do anything tremendous. You're not going to second match, second tag match. They're, they're literally they're there to 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 shave time off at the clock and in five minutes, if that. Um, get in, get out, do your shit, and get out. Um, you know, Bullet Club Hunters. Can can we just talk a second or two about Bullet Club Hunters? Sure. Specifically, the uh, you know not not Captain New Japan. You know, Mr. Tatsu, Mr. Yoshi Tatsu. Yes. What's happening here? What? Where? Where? Where are we with him? Well, he he is Triple H. <laughs> that, that's where we are with him. The problem is, is that he's not Triple H. <laughs> um, what? What's the situation? I mean, I know he wasn't in G One because uh, I'm I'm assuming that you know he just couldn't handle the the physical demands of it, right? And I guess they were worried the from a you know health standpoint of his neck is yeah, it could have been a liability maybe who knows what are we doing with him what what's the story what would what do we do how do we resurrect him is he is he a is he a lost cause i hate to say that about anybody and i'm not gonna say that okay i'm not gonna say that about yoshitatsu but maybe he's currently where he's supposed to be you know i mean he's kind of easing back into things and maybe he's still in that you know post-traumatic injury feeling out process where you know he's just kind of taking it easy you know getting his feet a little wet and i i think that's the best i can say about yoshitasu right now i I don't know they were laying the boots to him on commentary (laughs) they were they 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 really were i mean a lot of it was playful though uh, yes yeah uh, i mean somewhat you know somewhat um, How do you think Rocky Romero did on the Yoshitatsu scale of commentary? <laughs> I'll give him a solid six or seven, right? Yeah, I, I, I think so. Um, I, I just don't know what you do with the guy. I don't. I, I don't. How do you? I don't know how banged up he is. That's the thing. I mean, obviously he almost died, but yeah. I mean, he was in a hospital for months. He had the halo and the, and the whole nine yards. Um. And I'm not shitting on the guy for making that comeback. My my question is, is that what do we do with the guy? I mean, it's, it it feels to me, and I could be dead wrong. I can't believe we're spending more than ten seconds on 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 this. But it feels to me like the guy is a guy who has a lot of pride, wants to be in the ring. The company's afraid to put him in the ring. That's what it feels like to me. I could be dead wrong, but it feels like it's a it's a company thing where we're putting you with Captain New Japan five-minute matches because we're afraid to do anything else with you. Yeah, it, it very well could be that. I don't know if it's that or if it's if he wants to be in this role right now where he Who can... Who would want to be in that role? It's a shit role. Well, yeah, but just just for the, from, from the sole uh, perspective of uh, being able to kind of take it easy and not... Still be a part of it. Still yeah, be in the locker room. Exactly. Yeah. You know, still still be one of the boys, you know, because... You know, we we know that he had to have gone through a very dark period. Um, you know, personally, not being able to perform his craft and do what he loves to do. So yeah, maybe this is a way to still be one of the boys, be part of the locker room, but not you know kill himself in the process. I don't know. That's probably the 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 most positive spin we could put on it, right? I'd say That's- so. 
you know what? And 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 let's leave it at that. Let, let's leave. It, let's let's pretend that that's what it is, right? That could be what it is. It could be. We it don't know. Could, no, I I don't. That's what I'm saying. Uh, but but again, if let's 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 make it the most positive thing we can think of. That would that would be it. And if, and if that's the case, cool. I'm I'm totally down with it. If he, if that if that's going to be his role, okay. And here's the thing too. It's it's a terrible role for him, but he's 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 it's he's good at it. Does that make sense? Like, like he's a, he's a quality person to have there, and I'm sure he's a good guy. I don't know. You're probably right. This that's probably what it is. I'm hoping that's what it is. I'm talking in circles. Move on. All right, moving on to the next tag match here of the evening: Togi Makabe and Tomoaki Honma taking on Tomohiro Ishii and Yoshihashi. Uh, I thought this was a good match. Um, Yoshihashi picking up the win on Honma. Now. Um, Another seed that was perhaps planted that they mentioned on commentary, um, Yoshihashi and Ishii just defeated um, former IWGP Tag Team Champions. So, you were talking about this earlier. Do we see a Yoshihashi-Ishii tag team? uh, Is is that going to be one of the tag teams in the uh, tournament uh, in, in the fall, in the winter, in November, I guess they have that? In November, December, possibly. I mean, look, I'm I'm looking for bigger and better things. I thought this match was really good. It doesn't sound like you you enjoyed it. No, I th- I thought it was really good. I thought it was I thought it was fantastic. I I thought I was I was very happy with what I saw. I thought, um, truth be told, I thought it was one of the the, the better performances from Honma. Um, I think Togi Makabe looked good. I love the idea of an Ishi Yoshihashi tag. I thought both of them are great. You know, Ishii again. He, when he, this is the thing about Ishii. He can take a night off, but he doesn't. He could. He could very easily just whatever tag match. I'm gonna take it easy. The guy has absolutely no other gear except from straight ahead. And I'm gonna smash your teeth in. This again. This was a perfect opportunity for him to kind of pump the brakes and and, and put in air quotes. Take the night off. He never does it. His never. arm could be ripped out of his socket, and he'll go in the woodshed and get some duct tape. Yeah, and just tape it up, and he'll still be, you know, like you said, in that one gear at at eleven. I, I, I and he doesn't have to. Um, he could take a night off. It's amazing. I mean, that says a lot about his craft. You know, that says a lot about his pride, man. Uh, he. It, you know what I think gonna... the secret is? I think it's that hyperbaric uh, chamber. That does he, he use that? Did he go? I, I think so. Uh, if he does, I mean, I, I saw I a need picture one of, of that one time. I, I need one of those to get out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, th- I I enjoyed this match. I I enjoyed this match more than I thought it was going to when it was announced. You know, when it was announced in the morning or in the late evening, like ten. I think it was like ten. Ten o'clock Pacific, I think it was, or midnight Pacific, something like that. Um, I actually woke up and I checked my phone. Um, yeah, and I saw the card, and yeah, I wasn't thrilled with it, the, the the idea of this match, but loved it. I thought this match was very good. Um, a high threes, and uh, yeah, take it from there. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give the match three stars, and I will say smart booking too. I'm glad that Yoshihashi picked up the win on Holma. Um, I don't think that you wanted Holma to, you know pick up yet another win because again we're, we're we're getting into that territory where wow Holma just keeps on winning and winning and you know at that point 
you kind of have to go all the way with him. So I like the fact that Yoshihashi pinned him here. You know, that that's good for Yoshihashi. And uh, yeah, good, solid tag match. I'll go three stars with that one as well. Yeah, like I said, I think uh, Yoshihashi getting the pin, getting the win on Honma helps even solidify that tag team even more. So, um, because Ishii could have easily got a win over either one of those two, and I don't think it would have been as special as Yoshihashi getting the pin. Um, and again, I, I, it can't go. It can't. You can't hand wave the fact that they beat the former tag champs, and I think that good things are in store for uh, Yoshihashi and Ishii. Our next match was an eight-man tag match. With, tag uh, match. It was a riot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this this uh, <laughs> this developed into a brawl to say the least. It was Team Noah versus Team New Japan. So on Team New Japan, we had the team of Manubu Nakanishi, Yuji Nagata, Hiroyoshi Tenzan, and Katsuyori Shibata taking on. Now, excuse my pronunciation on some of these Noah guys. Uh, Kita Miya. Right? Kitamiara. Kitamiya. Taniguchi. Go Shiozaki. And Nakajima. All right. Well, let's. So, first and foremost, let's talk about the headbutt. Because oh, the, head, the, the headbutt really set the tone for the brutality. That that ensued. I can't wait uh, to hear what Dave has to say about this headbutt, oh, by the way, because you know how he is with the headbutts. He's gonna hate the headbutts. I love the headbutt. Sorry, I I love the, the headbutt. Um, I think <laughs> Shibata quite possibly got the worst for wear of it, right? And the blood just started trickling down. I, I mean, you heard the the crack of the skull. It was sickening. It was like a coconut. And, and nauseating. Why do I enjoy that? Am I a sick person for enjoying this? No, because you know what? I enjoy it too. Yes, I really do. I don't know why. I do know why. It's 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 amazing to watch. Um, because it's a fight. Yeah. Yes. I, I love Goshizaki and um and Shibata. Those two together. I I wanna see more. I, I wanna see the, I wanna see that title defense. That, I want to see that never title defense before any anybody else, to be quite frank. I want to I want see to these see... guys at the Survivor Series <laughs> having an elimination match. Yeah, I would. I want to see. I want to see that. Um, and again, the the, the post match shenanigans, Colin. Uh, between uh, usually post match shit, I I think is a big waste of time. Like the whole pull apart brawl bullshit. Um, you know what made I, this great though? Oh, no, I thought this was great. You know, I thought this I thought this was tremendous. It it felt real. Yeah, it felt it, like it, there was real tension not only between the wrestlers but between the audience members as well. I mean, did you see all of the uh the people flipping off the Noah guys after yeah. they walked away? I mean, there 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 was some real tension in that arena. Yeah, yeah, the middle a lot of middle fingers. More more than I've ever really seen in a Japanese crowd. Uh, look I told you this before, and, and they made mention of this in, in commentary, and I think they, they they made a good job of that. The, the fans have allegiances to promotions. And, you know, in many cases, if you're a Noah fan, you watch Noah, and you're not watching Wrestle 1, and you're not going to to um, DDT shows, and you're certainly not going to the, uh, I don't want to say the New York Yankees of of Japanese pro wrestling, New Japan, but you're not going there either. 
Um, there's a there's there's a lot of that. There's a lot of that. So for the fans to kind of take sides, right? And there were Noah fans in the audience, uh, and and obviously New Japan fans. For them to take sides in it added to the drama of this. Um, look, one of the worst things in the early 2000s was this fact that Anoki always wanted to have this aura of realism to the fact where it seemed like every fucking 10 seconds there's one of these pull-apart kind of pseudo-shoot-mix kind of pull-apart brawls between people, right? Especially because it was becoming heavily MMA-influenced, right? It's and it, and it got to the point where, where like, even, like, opening matches were turning into this it was just like all right enough already well and not everything has to degenerate into you know this pseudo shoot pull apart brawl uh this this i I guess maybe we haven't seen something like this in a a, a decent time right we haven't seen something like this with this much dare i say heat in in a decent amount of time right this is this was this was this was kind of one of those things where if you weren't paying attention to this match and if you missed the headbutt and you just kind of peeked up and, and, and caught what was on your TV and what was going down, and again, Shibata headbutton, Koshi, it was great. Yeah, I don't remember seeing a brawl like this in New Japan Pro Wrestling in forever. Like a brawl with this much tension and realism and something that felt like a riot was going to break out i yeah it really felt like and again it was great that the fans kind of kind of took sides and there were noah people in the audience yeah 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 absolutely and here's the thing too the the, a lot of those noah guys you saw them around ringside in those important matches like like they were at ringside for elgin nakajima Right, and I think that helped make that match even more special because you saw them there rooting on Nakajima, you know, and 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 getting behind the Noah guy. Um, nah, this was nice. This 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 was, and again, there were times where you you could you because you saw this a lot. It felt like you saw stuff like this a lot, but it's been so long since you've seen it. It did feel fresh. And it did add a spark. And you know who else is really great? And it's Yuji Nagata. Like yeah. he was, he was fucking with those guys too. It, this was nice. This, to me, if we could have this feud in, it, underneath, you know, this could be like a middle ground feud with with the Nagatas, the Nakajima, uh, you know, uh, the um, well Yuji Nagata. You know, even you could stick Tenzan in there. Uh, Nakanishi. It's kind of like the, the the perfect place for these New Japan legends when it you think about it. It kind of is. Defend the turf. I like this a lot. And again, I, I think this was executed great. I enjoyed it tremendously. Um, f- good. I, 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 it, here's what it did. I, I'm interested in all these guys even more, and I'm interested in where this goes and how this leads to a Noah, more Noah development. All in. All fucking in on this. This was good. Also, fun fact that uh, I did not know. Apparently, Nakanishi is a former Olympian from the ni- 1992 Olympics. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I was not aware of that fact. That is, that's, I have nothing more to add to that, but yes, he was. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? All right. Uh, moving on to the next match for the IWGP Tag Team Titles. We have the champions Mark and Jay Briscoe defending against Yujiro Takahashi and Hangman Page. Now, Damon, I think that both you and I can agree that this wasn't exactly a match that was on our radar that we were particularly looking forward to. However... Like we uh, were talking about at the uh, top of the hour here, um, I didn't think this was a bad match at all. And, you know, I know that sometimes we complain that brawling on the outside can be a bit lazy. In this case, I thought that it actually, you know, what was part, was, was an essential part of the match. Um, this started off really rowdy with uh, the Briscoes getting things started up, Mark doing the moonsault to the outside. Um, both Briscoe brothers just working really hard. Um, even, you know, Ujiro. I, I, I felt like Ujiro, as funny as it may sound to say, I think I felt like he had his working boots on. <laughs> that was a condom you saw. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, I, look, this, this could have been much worse than what it was. And, 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 and full marks go to the Briscoes. I think the Briscoes... Um, Really, again, I said it before. Every time that they're in the ring, in the New Japan ring, they 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 go full tilt. They're pros. Yeah, they're and they're good and and they're solid and they work hard and they bring it every single time. I've never, I'm, you know, I'm not a fan of this this Tokyo pimps as they're calling themselves now. Well, actually, I think that Ujiro is the Tokyo pimp. I don't oh, think that the, no, I don't th- I don't I don't think the tag team itself. Is the Tokyo Pimps? It's, it's just Yujiro with his new Godfather gimmick, and then it's Adam Page. He's the Hangman. I would have liked them better if they were the Tokyo Pimps. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, look, I'm very sad that there's no more seductive sacks. I will say that that. that. that it's always a highlight. Nobody cared about this match, Colin. This crowd, and again. The, I think I think the I think the crowd really got jazzed up for, for that um, that pull apart right that you know as, as we're calling it that riot right? <laughs> that was about to ensue. Um, I think they I think they got really worked up over that and then the steam that got a lot of steam out of the building and nobody cared about this match that you could you could hear a pin drop. I, you know, I heard Kevin Kelly breathing. <laughs> also, uh, I want to make note. I'm very happy that they didn't switch the titles this soon no, because it felt like the Briscoes just won these titles. And you know, if to have Ujiro and Page, you know, um, get them right away. I- again, the the further de- deterioration of these tag titles, you know. So, uh, in the that regard, is, I'm I'm glad they didn't change hands. I I agree, but the problem is is that I don't think anybody's. And I hate to say this because, I, again, I say this, they're working hard. They're, they, they work hard every time out. I don't think anybody cares about the Briscoes. Yeah, the Japanese audience, they're, I don't know if it's because they're not as familiar um, with the Briscoes. I mean, they're not there. That's the problem. It's hard to get familiar with a team that's not there. Like, yeah, I mean, that's a good point. You know, um, they, 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 they've, Aside from a handful of matches with God, you know what? 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 What did the Briscoes have to have their hang their hat on? 
Yeah, and I, I don't think that the, the Japanese audience is uh, catching Ring of Honor on Sinclair every Wednesday. <laughs> I think they're on Samurai, actually. Are they really? I think so. Yeah, I think uh, like like two o'clock in the two o'clock in the morning. I think they're on. <laughs> Set your DVRs for all yeah, of our come on. Japanese come on. listeners. Yeah, listen. Come on, Sbok. Uh, yeah, I think I because because I remember right after the dome. I think it was they had a special on and they were showing like really old Ring of Honor shows. Um, I remember I tweeted something when in the, they were showing it and it was like it was like a studio. It was like this guy and Kushida and they were talking about Ring of Honor and then they would throw with the clips. Um, and they were showing like like Kevin Owens matches and shit. Um, yeah, I don't think they know who. I, don't, I I think it's hard for them to get wrap around the Briscoes. I always I find it fascinating when you know the the crowd reaction as as they're walking to the ring and you know people who bring the American flags and stuff. I always find that some guy some guy brought literally every flag there was. There was a, a U.S. flag. There was a Canadian flag for Kenny Omega. There was a Kajakistan. Flag, <laughs> guy, guy went fl- all all his flags. He was a flag collector. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, the match was okay, and again, every drop of that okay, I feel like I want to give to the Briscoes. The, it was it was a hard to follow the brawl. Nobody cared, and that's that's a shame. Briscoe's picking up the win with the uh, Doomsday device on Adam Page and retaining the IWGP Tag Team title. So uh, we'll see where that goes down yeah. the line. Well, like I said, hopefully we got Ishii and uh, and Yoshihashi. That would be nice. Um, hey, even a Sonata Evil, if, if that does come to pass, that would be nice as well. So hopefully, hopefully this tag team situation is, is starting to uh, rebound after just a, 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 a toilet bowl of two years, I mean, listen. Remember, everyone, we had we had Michael Bennett and uh, and, and Matt Taven, right? Ugh, what a terrible idea that was. All right, what's next? All right, our next match for the ROH World Title, we have the champion Jay Lethal defending against Satoshi Kojima in what I thought was a good match. Um, I don't think anybody believed for a minute that Kojima was walking away here with the ROH title, but uh, it was a good match, and there was a point during this match where I really wanted to uh, root for Kojima when he was getting all fired up and ready to hit that big lariato. Yeah, I mean... Jay Lethal hasn't really gotten a clean win in 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 New Japan, right? He's always got these little sneaky ball shot kind of cheap, screwy finish kind of things. Um, the one thing that unfortunately is going to stand out in my mind in this match is is the 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 uh, the lethal combination. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that uh, Kojima like 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 he was supposed to lie flat, I guess, and landed on his knees or something. It just didn't really look that impactful. Um, decent match, okay. Yeah, I don't think anybody thought the title was going to change. Um, I think that the the, the uh, Kevin Kelly and all the guys tried to sell it, you know, with the idea of what could happen at their pay per view coming up and the ramifications and all. But and not only that, they I, I feel like they did a great job at putting over um, how big of a deal Kojima really is. I mean, the only guy to hold All Japan's Triple Crown and New, New Japan's IWGP title at the same time. He's won yeah. the G1. He's won the Champion Carnival. So they did a great job at really you know, building up Kojima as a threat to uh, Jay Lethal. Yeah, I mean, it's 
he's Kojima, so he's he's got their resume, and I think that they did a good job of reminding everybody of that. But I don't think anybody thought that the fight was going to change hands. So that was that. No, it was it was okay. Three stars, probably in that in that ballpark. Um, you know, to me, it was kind of hard to get excited over. All right, we've got two more tag matches here. Uh, the first, Tanahashi, Michael Elgin, Kushida, and Juice Robinson taking on Los Ingobernables de Japón. Um, I thought that this was a good match. Um, I love a lot of the Elgin uh, power spots, especially where he does the double power slam on Evil and Naito. Then he does the uh, double follow-away slam on Bushi and Sonata. Um, I thought the Juice looked really good during this. Yep. Um, Juice, of course, taking the fall after Evil hits his finisher uh, on him. Um, I thought that Tanahashi had some cool extensions going on. <laughs> Just <laughs> yeah. want to throw that in there. They, they are they they were uh, glamorous, we'll say yes. And yes. Uh, probably the biggest takeaway from this that that we've been talking about, um, possibly a Naito Elgin feud down the line as Naito kind of uh, boots Michael Elgin out of the ring. So um, I think I I said it earlier, probably the best place for Naito right now uh, chasing that intercontinental title I like it I'm all on board with that Uh, I think that was a great takeaway there with Elgin and and Naito Um, you know we spent a a good year you know talking about Juice Robinson and how he doesn't seem like he's a good fit and how he struggled you know in in a handful of nights Juice Robinson on these undercards has really, 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 to me, has shown fire and life and character. And he's a little bit more than just, you know, screaming, you know, motherfucker and, and <laughs> ramming into uh, uh, Nakanishi. Um, these, th- this match in particular, I think he did an outstanding job in his role. And to me, he was the star of the match. Like, I thought, I actually thought Juice Robinson was the star of the match. Yeah, watch out for Juice. You know, he slowly but surely he's going to be moving out of that pseudo young lion role, and uh, who knows? Maybe we'll uh, see him in next year's G One Climax. I mean, you know, who knows? Right now, but I, I I just like the fact that I'm seeing that in these. It really seems like he's turned a light bulb has switched, or something has clicked on him in the past month, where you see. Little bits of improvement and little glimmers of life and little little sparks of energy and then, you know, with the, with the names that are in this this match: Kushida, Tanahashi, Michael Elgin, Naito, Evil, Sonata, and again, some of these guys. Let's be honest here; they 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 did their role. They 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 they, they you know they had uh, a bigger fish to fry than this match. Juice Robinson shined in this match, and I, I, and here's another one where Damon might might be eating some crow. Uh, he looked good, and, and and dare I say he's. I'm looking forward to seeing more from him. I still think he needs a, a new a new look. He he's got to lose a, the dreads. I would love for him to lose the dreads. He, if he if he continues on this progression path, I'd be excited. Lose the dreads and watch your language. That, I could say the same thing about myself. <laughs> Uh, moving on to the final tag match of the evening. Uh, this is a six-man tag featuring the team of Okada, Marafuji, and Yano taking on the Gorillas of Destiny and Bad Luck Fale. Look, 
I don't have a whole lot to say about this match Me because neither. in my opinion, it was a nothing match. I mean, Okada hits the Rainmaker on Tonga Loa for the pin, one, two, three. Um, the biggest story that came out of this was Okada calling out Marafuji and uh, Marafuji accepting the challenge. And I love how Marafuji extends his hand and Okada, you know, cool as a cucumber, pulls a Ric Flair, walks right past him, blows off the handshake. And I think that we're looking at our destruction main event here, although I could be wrong. Uh, I mean, look, I would be thrilled wherever they put it in. I I think that it would be a stellar match. And right, for me, that is the, the takeaway from this match. Decent match, okay match. Uh, disappointed that I got to see G.O.D. Um, but truth be told, it was to build for that one moment where, hey, let's not forget, I, I still have some unfinished business with you, Marafuji. Let's turn around and talk about this. You you want this belt. I, I, anybody want to see this match? Yeah, everybody does. Okay, let's do it. That That's the takeaway. That's what I'm taking away from it. Um, and, and super excited for it. I, 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 I'm I'm really excited about this future leading up. You know, this is going to be a great autumn. This is going to be a great fall. And finally, we arrive at our main event, the last match of the G1 Climax 26 to determine the winner of this tournament in a match that I think very few people uh, had penciled in in their pick'em contest. Hiroki Goto taking on Kenny Omega in a definite match of the year candidate. Uh, you know, here's the thing. I uh, there's a band called the Replacements, right? I'm sure many of you have heard of them. And the, the biggest claim to fame with the Replacements was their live act. And what you would get is one night you would get literally drunken, boorish. I can't even play a note. They're so fucking inebriated that they can't even like play their songs they're they're that drunk right and then there were other nights with the replacements where where they were literally compared to some of the greatest rock bands of all time and you never knew which one you were going to get you didn't know if you're going to get the drunks you didn't know if you were going to get the stones um that's kenny omega to me i don't know which one i'm going to get that scares me that that troubles me. He's like a box of chocolates. He's like a box of chocolates. I don't know which one I'm going to get. I always want the coconut, but every once in a while you get that shitty cherry. Ugh. Nobody wants the cherry. My point being is this. I'm confident. I'm confident in the sense of saying Kenny Omega is one of the best wrestlers alive today. And he put on a stellar performance again in this match against Goto. And Goto, let's be honest here, too, he, 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 wasn't, he wasn't the shits either. He, he, he was fucking amazing. But Kenny Omega did something that even I, sitting here, didn't think he could do. But he shut my mouth. He is one of the best wrestlers alive today. And put on two unbelievable, thrilling, tremendous matches. I, I, I got to go the, to the end here. The Abushi spots. Yeah, the last ride sit out powerbomb. And then the, the uh, Phoenix Splash. Or the, is that what it calls it? The Phoenix yep, Splash? Yep, Phoenix Splash. 
That wasn't by mistake. That wasn't done just as a, let's just stick that in. No, that has a lot of people, uh, you know, putting theories out there. Uh, possibly. Possibly. But to see that and to recognize that and to know that he was doing that intentionally warmed my heart. Then you follow that up with just the, 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 the tributes. I'll call them the tributes. Styles. When he pulled out the fucking Styles Clash, column. Tell me you didn't jump out of your chair. Tell me that wasn't one of the most exciting moments in pro wrestling this year. Hey, you know me. AJ Styles is still to this day, you know, I, I rank him as one of the greatest pro wrestlers in the world. And, yeah, that that really, that <laughs> that hit home for me. It was, it was, and he couldn't put him away. And again, I said it before, but it was like a snapshot of Kenny Omega's career in, in a two to three minute span, which was mesmerizing. And it was it, it, it was almost romantic. It was, again, a tribute. And, 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 and he told a story in three minutes. How could that possibly be? Hey, he could have wrestled for war, wrestle and romance. There you go. Oh, that was terrible. I'm really, I'm really giving you my heartfelt emotion here, and you're giving me. Actually, I downloaded a shit ton of war. Um, they uploaded a box set, like six hours of shit. It's unbelievable. Um, look, the moral of the story is this, guys. Kenny Omega shut my mouth. I'm not gonna ever. I can't say I'm never gonna be a Kenny Omega doubter again. Because if he, if, like, you know, he could do comedy for the rest of his life. But I'll always have these two nights. I'll always have these two things to remember Kenny Omega. I, I'm talking like he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Next month at this time, you'll be bitching. Uh, oh, I'm sick of this comedy me. shit. Will you put down the fucking aerosol spray? <laughs> uh, the fucking broom. You might be right. But remind me of this, people. Remind me of these two matches, please. I've, I, you know, I'm an old man. I, I have sh my, my short-term memory is, is going. And let us not, you know, forget about Hiroki Goto. I mean, New Japan had enough faith in this guy to put him in the main event of the G1 Climax 26 in Sumo Hall on one of their biggest stages. They had enough faith in him to go out there, with, you know, with, with, with Kenny Omega and, you know, delivered an amazing match. And how about the audience's reaction to Goto when he was getting the better of Omega. That was one of the yeah. most interesting things about this match. Yeah, I mean, Goto, is, he's had the weirdest career of just about anybody I can put my finger on at New Japan. Um, I mean, there are people that thought he backdoored his way in. Let's be honest. He, he didn't beat Tanahashi. He didn't beat Okada. Um, you know, he got in on a backdoor. You know, uh, Still, he still beat who he had to beat, but he's, and again, he still has that stigma of never winning the big match, and he still has it. You know, he still has it. Um, but it's Goto. It's Chief J Goto. He put, oh, he made Kenny Omega a star. If he wasn't already a star, he he helped anchor that. And here's the thing, too, Colin. Guess what? You know, I sat here and talked about all this stuff that's coming up: Omega, Okada, Tana, Okada, Shibata. No. You know, we still haven't seen Tanahashi Kenny Omega. 
No, we haven't. We only saw that once at the um, that was in February. Yeah, we really haven't seen that come to come to a close. And that was the rise of Kenny Omega. Yeah, and now you know, once again, that star has risen to where it was once again when he defeated Hiroshi Tanahashi. So yeah, that is definitely um, something that you know they're they they've got on the backboard the the back burner there. It's it's simmering. It's simmering. It's just. You know, when is it going to boil over? There's a lot of stuff in the kettle. There's a lot of stuff that's, that's that that we can go in many different directions, which it has me through. It's a lot of tea to drink. A lot of tea. Let me ask you final question. Sure. Two two final questions because I know we got to wrap things up. One. Five stars. Yeah, I'm giving this five stars. Wow. I, imagine that three five star matches consecutively. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Yeah, I, I've, I've got to go five stars. How, how could this not be in, in consideration for a match of the year during our end-of-year awards? I think it's just a smidge, Colin. A tiny, tiny ass hair. I, I didn't give it five. That's fair. That's I, fair. I didn't give it five. Um, but it's right there. It's fucking right there. Um, listen, and if, and if you did, I would, I would, I'm not arguing the point to anyone. To anyone, if they said this is five, uh, you got it. It's five. I'm I'm down. For me, just a smidge, uh, it's a smidge under the the ninety two match, a smidge under the Tana Okada match. And I know there's people. Of course, he said that. Okay, all right, just a smidge. Qu- question two. Yes. G one, better than last year. Based on these past three nights, I'm gonna go with yes. Where would you rank this in some of the best G1s ever? Okay, if we're going to talk about the past, let, let, let's talk about um, 2013 through now, since those yeah, are, yeah, you know, yeah, your, yeah. Your, your modern-day classic G1s. Um, I'm going, obviously, 2014 has got to be number one. Um, 2013, number two. Um, 2016, three. And 2015, four. These last three nights have been pretty amazing. I'd probably go in that route. I'm probably sticking with what you got there. This was great, though. This, this, I think this beat last year. And again, I was there. I think it beats last year. Yeah, and again, this is if, if you would have asked me you know, a week ago, is this as good as last year? I would have said, mm, no, the, the, yeah. the match quality hasn't been consistent. But... Man, these past three nights, again, this is some of the best pro wrestling on the planet that, that, that you will ever see. And yeah. that's that's really all I can say about it. Yeah, again, the, the three points that I had, everyone's stronger, just about, just about everyone. Two, everyone walked away happy. Everybody, you know, no complaints. And again, what we're set up to, to go with. Um. This might be this might be the smartest G one. This might be the this might be the G one that is is the smartest booked G one. Uh, and here's the thing too, Colin, you can't complain. People can't complain about booking and 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 not creating new stars and and y- y- you can't. You, you just can't at this point. Not not at not after not after these three nights. In 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 three nights, they took what was. Let's be honest here. Somewhat warm, somewhat stale, somewhat vanilla, and they lit it back on fire. And they injected so much life 
and so much interest. Everybody's ready to go. Everybody can't wait to see where this goes. Um, and that's what a pro wrestling company should be. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think people have a leg to stand on when you talk about the booking. I think they're on the right track. Everybody, and everybody got what they wanted, which is absolutely amazing to me. I have publicly stated before that I did feel that the departure of Shinsuke Nakamura, AJ Styles, and Kota Ibushi did hurt New Japan, but I can honestly say right now I am more excited for the New Japan product right now than I've ever been. So there you have it for me. Uh, I, can't, I can't disagree. Truth, truth to be told, I can't disagree. I just want to thank everyone you know, for subscribing to us, listening to us, for all of our listeners who have been there from the very beginning to uh, everyone who has just discovered us. Welcome aboard. And uh, again, big thank you to Kevin Kelly for always plugging us on these New Japan shows. He doesn't have to do that, but he is just the nicest guy, so he does do it. So thank you to him. Uh, remember, you can go to NewJapanPuroCast.com. Links to everything there, all forms of social media, Facebook, Twitter, iTunes, Stitcher, our RSS feed. If you want to listen to any PuroCast episode from the past, just go to NewJapanPuroCast.com. And you can also listen to us on the Great Voices of Wrestling Podcasting Network at VoicesOfWrestling.com. So there you Woo! have it. Damon, any- Miller, go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm racing to the finish line, baby. You really uh, are. No, I got nothing. I'm tired. Uh, we, 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 I think we put in a full day's work. Tremendous shows. Kenny Omega is my new favorite pro wrestler. All right? Everyone happy? <laughs> we're, we're, I got, I'm getting a T-shirt. The whole fucking nine yards. We're ready to rock. Complete 180 from last week. Fuck so, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck him. All right. Oh. No, no, we're, we're, we're joking. Uh, and on that note, we will be back once again next Sunday to review the finals of the Super J Cup. So for Damon McDonald, my name is Colin Miller. We'll catch you guys next week. Have a good one. Here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery.